That's a quality place. Yeah, Presto's good. The I Merlin. Like the Merlin. That is really yeah. good. Yeah. Legendary. That's the garlic cheese and mm-hmm. cheese. garlic cheese and cheese right uh, they always have pretty cool signs up too on uh, the location of key wait in there yeah Uh, like jokes and stuff i remember one it's like come munch our pie (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i like this place yeah (laughs) yeah every single one they've had up it gives you a good laugh yeah can't really recall any right now but there's been a bunch of good ones it's always just some some kind of pun, right? Like yeah. Play on words. And like an edgy one. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> or it straddles that line, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they probably get a few complaints every time. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Guess people coming in, they probably complain on the bike. Yeah. Stuff, I'm so. tired of it. Oh, it smells so good in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me the Merlin. You <laughs> <laughs> should just have free samples out and then they oh. complain. Try a sample and be like, uh, I guess I'll have to buy one. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. Here's your free sample. Yeah. Right. Karen. <laughs> it's always a Karen. Yeah. With that Usually haircut. is, yeah. Can I see your manager haircut? Ceremonies, Kyle. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to uh, another episode of Thought Knots Radio. I'm your host, Kyle. With me here, I got Chris, I got Sean, and we got a new guest, Alicia. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Fantastic. Good. Doing fantastic. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to be here. It's your first time. It is my first time here. How's it going so far? Um, it's going good. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm excited. Yeah, this is a topic that I think she's well versed on, so should get uh, pretty easy I to think talk we about. We all are. We've all kind of had yeah, a, a, a lifetime fair. of that's gaming, fair. right? Yeah. <laughs> gaming oh, yeah. is has always been a part of my life. I, I guess it's the same for everybody here too. Be- before we jump into the gaming topic, nope. I just I, no, I just gotta say to Sean, nice haircut, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It's looking yeah, tight, it's looking good. He's yeah. looking I'm, very I'm, I'm handsome. A, I'm a little uh, disappointed in the the length of the beard now, but oh, I know. I it was a little <laughs> little more glorious previously, but yes. uh, it was getting a little out of hand too. It so. was. So um, you asked, the, you went to a barber or something? Or you, yeah. You asked for like. A little off the top and a little off the bottom, like all yeah. in one combo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Did the straight razor and where'd, everything. Where'd you go? Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually went to Tommy Guns. It's that's just okay. one of those like chain type yeah. ones. It's usually at, like the mall or something. Yeah, but uh, it's close to uh, close to me by work, so it's just oh, a yeah. convenient location. Is it at the outlet or is it? Uh, it's on one of the uh, more like McGilvery. It's on Caniston there, okay. but uh, yeah, around the the malls there. Okay. I don't know. They do a decent job, and it's a reasonable price. So well, I mean, you're looking pretty dashing. So. Pretty, pretty yeah. fresh. Looks hella tight. So shout out to Tommy again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right up. off the bat, eh? Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> so gaming. So uh, where do we begin? You know, where, where did it I don't all start at the beginning? At the beginning. At the beginning. Like yeah. when you guys first started uh, gaming, what were you kind of gaming on? Like I remember it, for me, it was like NES. My parents had an NES, and it was like Super Mario. Yeah. You know, Super Mario Brothers, the first original. one, yeah. right? OG Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Which, which came with Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was always oh. on like, the same cartridge. That was so good. Yeah. 
uh, Super Mario and Duck Hunt on the yeah, same one, right? Like the light, the light gun and stuff. Yeah. That See, I didn't have uh, Duck Hunt. I only had Super Mario. Wait, wait. Really? So like it, it was yeah. the cartridge with just Super Mario. I think so. I so that was an option, that. and you took without Duck Hunt. <laughs> well, I yeah. we just we got the NES secondhand, so oh, okay. okay. Hmm. Yeah. Or it maybe had Duck Hunt, but we just didn't have the the light gun. The light gun. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> that might have been it then. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't think so you can think play I, it without. Yeah, without the light yeah. gun. Yeah. So I, I don't think I've ever seen the cartridge where it's like just Super Mario, right? Like mm-hmm. it's always like kind of cut in half where it says like Duck Hunt, like on the label. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure. But you know. just had like a super rare copy and it's like super expensive. Oh, now. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I've never seen that. that either. Right. I remember my grandma lived down the back lane from us growing up and she had the Nintendo. We had the Super Nintendo. And uh, yeah, so anytime we go over to visit her, it was always like a little extra exciting because she had Nintendo with Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome just sitting there shooting a duck's eh? But then, you know, at the end, that dog comes up out of nowhere oh, and just laughs at you. Eh? <laughs> yeah, just laughing at you. Yeah, eh? yeah just taunting you. Eh? You're just a little kid trying your hardest. And this dog's just <laughs> laughing in your face. Yeah, and then, well, every time he'd pop up, the gun would just move towards him. <laughs> yeah, like unload on that dog. Eh? <laughs> I mean, it didn't do anything, but you do it every time. Yeah, you felt good, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Took a little vengeance. Helped you play that extra round or so, not just turn it off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Super Mario. It was awesome. But uh, Super Mario 3 was always the best yeah, one, in my opinion. definitely. I liked how you, like, moved around on, like, the map and progressed and stuff. You had, like, kind of a visual representation of, like, the stages. And in the first one, it was just, you know, you move from one stage to the next, right? Yeah, yeah. You'd hit, like, a warp tunnel sometimes. But Speaking of Super Mario Brothers 3, did you guys see the movie The Wizard? No. No. That doesn't no. sound familiar. Never? you never seen it at all? No. I don't think so, no. I'll, I'll, let me recap it for you quickly. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it came out in 1989, starred Fred Savage, who's just a little boy, right? Of course. Yeah, Fred Savage, right? <laughs> it's like he was in everything back then, right? <laughs> and uh, the whole story is about, like, uh, it's like a struggling family that needs money, and the younger brother is, like, they call him the wizard. He's just this champ at gaming, right? And the whole point of the movie is uh, the brother, he's going to sneak him off all the way to California to go enter this video game tournament to win 50000 bucks. So... This they, the movie ends up being a big long advertisement, a big commercial for Super Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, because uh, they go to this video game tournament and it's like the whole time on the way they're hitting up every arcade and they're like kind of practicing every game because they don't know what's going to be at the tournament. So they get to the tournament and of course the kids like doing great. So you go through all the different tiers and the final game they play, the announcer comes out at this tournament. He's like. All right, and we're going to play a game no one's ever played before. And the curtain opens wide, and you see Super Mario Brothers 3 on the screen. And all the kids are freaking out and like, oh, my God, never seen this game before. And that was the first time they introduced that game was really? in that movie. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty I, I mean, At least probably to, like, the Western world, right? I would say so. Yeah. Like, Because uh, I, I looked it up after, and it was like, yeah, uh, you ever hear that guy Angry Video Game Nerd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I used to watch him a bunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he did a, some he, pretty funny videos. Oh, he's, he's hilarious, eh? Yeah. He did a he did a like a twenty minute video on this movie, The Wizard, and okay. talked about how yeah, it was just a big commercial for the game coming out. Huh. Oh, wow, it's pretty cool. At uh, sneaky fox, eh? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, do you, there's a part in the in the movie where it's like halfway through where the kid uh, they hit up this arcade, and Fred Savage is like, yeah, my brother's the best, and he's like challenging everybody so they can make money that his brother's gonna beat beat them at arcades. And there's this, like, badass-looking, like, gamer kid sitting in the back. He's like, your brother's good, but he's not as good as me. <laughs> and then all of his buddies come out, yeah, he's the best. 
And his, he's like, he snaps his fingers and his buddies bring over like this like briefcase. They open the briefcase and there's the power glove in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he like it slowly pulls it out and he slides it on his hand. I love the power glove. It's so bad. <laughs> and then he beats the, the kid, the wizard, at a game and he runs off crying. Oh, wow. But, you know, it just helped. And then he ends up beating him in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good movie, though. Wait, so in this one, who's like the hero? Because that kind of reminds me of uh, Karate Kid, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, there's like the whole like theory now where like, well, not theory, but like whole interpretation of it where like the, I don't remember the guy's name, the, who's the, uh, like, the Johnny? Is it yeah, Johnny. Johnny. He's like yeah. the hero, right? He's the one that's kind of, yeah. you know, <laughs> been screwed over the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But in the Karate Kid, doesn't like, doesn't that kid cheat and like swipe him at the ankles or something, or after the time was done? And yeah, yeah. Well, it's because he's pissed off because this guy just comes in, you know, he doesn't have to like fight for anything. He just joins the tournament and uh, takes everyone out. So it's kind of like a Happy Gilmore type situation. Yeah, yeah right. Where, where he's just trying to play, play golf, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, we were steered wrong. Yeah, as children, yeah, even in the wrong people. <laughs> So, like, uh, what, what were you guys playing the most on Super Nintendo, like, back in the day? Super Nintendo or Nintendo? Uh, well, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but I had a Sega Genesis, and oh, I played yeah. a lot of Sonic. Right on, fist bump, fist bump. Fist bump for Sega. Nice. <laughs> Sega. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I ever had, like, well, I think my parents, or maybe it's my uncle that had a NES. I never had it, like, myself. It was just around for a little bit, and then it was mm-hmm. gone, so I don't know. Because my uncle that owned it or something, but yeah, I owned it. Sold it on you? Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> at that age, I was young. I don't yeah. know what's going on or anything. But I had a Sega for sure. Okay, I always yeah. kind of envied people that had like a Super Nintendo, but like like yeah, well not envy, but like it was pretty. It was like more no, like no, of a novelty to me. Oh yeah, it's like going to your place. You had a Super Nintendo, so it was always cool to see like the different games and stuff. And and I remember having a what was it on Sega? They had like those kind of demo packs or something where they'd have like five game different games on it i don't know if it was a demo it might have been the full game but remember playing like streets of rage yeah and like different like games like that i think sonic was on there too but i actually ended up owning sonic as well yeah you played oh, yeah. it you're, you're you played OG on that yeah <laughs> right on nice yeah battletoads sweet I've heard a yeah, lot that, about that's that. That's that whole meme, yeah. Yeah, but I've never actually <laughs> With played Monsters, it. Stars, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that... they're releasing like a sequel to it soon, oh. I think. Pretty cool. Well, I don't know if it's a sequel, but like, I don't know, something in the same universe, yeah. same kind of idea. Or that E.T. game that they buried like 70,000 <laughs> yeah. copies in the desert or whatever right. it was. It was <laughs> so it was terrible. Just such a terrible yeah. game. Like, I don't, I don't remember how many. I think that was on games. NES, right? It, th- yeah. it might have been, yeah. I it think was no, it was Atari. Atari. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, it, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Who did the burying? <laughs> Atari himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they literally after production of the game? Apparently, that's what they did. Yeah, they, what I think that it was probably on the shelves for a while, and they just like no, they Couldn't weren't selling it. it, and like nobody oh. wanted it, and they're just like, what do we do with all these copies? <laughs> buried it in the desert. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> Game just flops hard, eh? <laughs> yeah. What was wrong with the game? Oh, I don't know. Everything it's I think. Terrible. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of those things they just kind of push out uh, just because, like, there's the a movie, good movie yeah. kind of thing? It's probably the only reason Possibly, people bought yeah. it, really. It's oh, yeah. It's a movie, yeah. Hmm. That and Reese's Pieces. But those sold well. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I still have, like, the, the Sonic theme in my head, like, every so often. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
It's pretty memorable. Like, mm-hmm. Same yeah. with like Super Mario and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then, those, uh, I don't know, what, what, what kind of music do you call that where it's like low oh, bit like or whatever, like 8-bit music yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, a lot of those tunes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of those tunes kind of stick in, like they're pretty memorable. Like now, nowadays when you play games, do you really remember like songs necessarily? Unless it's like, like I remember like Fallout, like a few like their songs and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, those are just, yeah, popular songs exactly, that they kind of yeah. just used. Whereas that, that was actually made like original for the game. Yeah. The game, yeah original scores and stuff like that yeah yeah I mean, not so much anymore i'm sure there's a lot of people that get pretty invested oh, in yeah. that kind of stuff but like i know this stuff stuck with us for how long now like 20 almost our whole lives right like yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy was there a game in particular that you guys like would beat and then play it over again beat it again beat it again beat it again? like, like back then yeah like, like something that you didn't care that you did it already but you would just play the hell out of it over and over and over again I don't know. I was, I was always into like Sonic. sports games. <laughs> yeah, Sonic? Yeah. I don't know if I ever beat like the old Sonics. Yeah, I don't think I did, but I remember just playing it all yeah. the time. And then you get to like the water worlds and those Just drown usually, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it really yeah. makes you panic like when you like start losing air or whatever, like the screen like flashes and it <laughs> like, just picks up and it's like, holy crap, gonna <laughs> your heart's racing, eh? Yeah. Oh, I remember uh, when I had had TurboGrafx-16, like nobody oh, else had TurboGrafx-16. Yeah. Oh, no way. Because my dad worked at Radio Shack and he had like, I swear we had like five or six of these consoles and it was just like a sliding in card and Keith Courage. That game was so amazing, but I never beat it. I tried so hard, I could not Keith beat the courage. final level. What is Keith Courage? It's Keith, and he has courage. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Had no idea. It's, uh, it was kind of like a, I think it was like a side-scroller type thing, but like, it was, yeah, it was a different type of game. Uh, well, not different, really. I mean, it's kind of the same, but I don't even remember, man. It's just been so long. Holy shit. Now you're bringing back the memories, man. Is yes. that it? Yeah. yeah, that's totally it. Really? Yeah, side scroller type, and uh, you you played Keith, and it, he had courage. <laughs> so Sean, that uh, you said Turbo Graphics uh, console. Yeah, that it never really took off. I guess right. Not like, really. There was like some bigger games, like Bonk's Revenge was kind of uh, a bigger one. Um, Do you know like the timeline when that console Jackie came Chan, out? Jackie Chan's Kung Fu. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that would have been great. Nineties sometime. I think. So like, would that have been like? Before the NES in the West, I guess? Or is that like kind of the competitor, you think? Yeah, graphics is like I think competing with the NES? It might have been a little bit later because I think it was like a 16-bit system or something oh, okay. like that. Well, uh, no, I, I, I talked about this with Reg on his uh, episode there. I found, uh, like my father-in-law found a magazine from Consumers. There was a store called Consumers in Winnipeg, and it's from 1991. And in that, they're advertising Turbo Graphics. That's the oh. only place I've ever seen it. Actually. Damn, really? Ninety one. Yeah. Wait, Turbo like, Graphics. Like the company was called Consumers. Yeah, it was like a and man, they had like eight or nine stores in Winnipeg. Weird. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was one on St. James. That's where like my, my father in law said he's that he used to shop there. And it was weird. Like it was a store you would just go in, see what you'd want in the catalog, write it on a order slip, okay. give it to a person, and they would go back into the warehouse and like g- give you whatever you ordered. Kind of like Lee Valley. Yeah, yeah, leave it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of just have a bunch of display stuff, and then you kind of tell them what you want. Yeah, exactly. But in that in that magazine, uh, it was like Turbo Graphics right alongside the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo okay, and like the Sega. Similarly priced kind of thing. Or? Yeah, yeah. actually, it was well, a little cheaper. I found okay. out August twenty ninth, nineteen eighty nine, was the release date of the Turbo Graphics sixteen. Okay. Wow. 
I wonder if that was like exclusively to the West, that console. I don't know. Uh, or known in type. Japan and France as the PC engine. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, so that was... I guess that might have... Well, shit, that might have even been my first console then. Okay. Because I, I didn't own Super Nintendo till like after, like when I was older. Yeah. I bought it like from a pawn shop or something. Or no, a flea market. I went to a flea market and bought, bought it from there. But I had so many of those bloody systems. John had everything though. Fine. Like I'd of go course. over there <laughs> and it's just like every time there's a new console out, he had it before everybody else and I get to play all the games there. Oh, that was good times. Did he win them in some kind of contest? <laughs> no, not that time. Now he does, but not not at that time. That's awesome. The lottery of life. He just his parents would just buy it for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, I think the the game that I was like in on all the time was uh, Zelda: a Link to the Past. Oh, oh yeah, it's nice. a classic. Nintendo. Like it was a very very long game, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just so awesome. Just it was set up so well. And I thought it was so weird because you'd play like a, a game like that and it, the world is so big, it's such a massive map. There's so much to do, temples, dungeons, so much to collect. Mm-hmm. Then you would play some other Super Nintendo games and there's like not much. Just sp- paled in comparison to like the amount of content kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the content. There was like, oh, I beat this game in like two hours. Yeah. And then you play Zelda and you could be playing it for weeks before you beat it. And there was one game actually that had a lot of content, but I never beat it. I got to the bo- the final. It was Star Wars: A New Hope. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and side scroller, right? Like side scroller. You play as Luke the whole time, and uh, it's such a long game. But if you run out of lives, you have to start from the very beginning. There was no oh, save okay. points, nothing. And the very end of the game is when you're in the X-wing and you're flying along the Death Star, oh, and shit. you literally have to blow the Death Star up. And I got to that point so many times, but I never got to blow really? it up. Never made it to the end. <laughs> oh, it was such a killer because, you know, you spent hours to get there mm-hmm. and it's over. They didn't even have like, because games back then, like Zelda was able to like save and stuff, right? Yeah. But then there's other games where you just have a password and you kind of start at like a, the level where you get the password from. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're lucky, some of them you just had to yeah. keep going. Yeah, it's, and it's if like you shut off, like, yeah, if you you shut off the game, you're, yeah. you're out. Yeah. Did you ever have anybody accidentally oh, yeah. save over the your cables, oh, yeah. like, back I in the saved day. over my brother's saves. <laughs> you did it, eh? Accidentally. Yeah. It's not like accident. I did it maliciously. Uh, it's usually an, always an accident. It just still sucks in the end. Eh? It does, yeah. yeah. I, I've been like the offendant and the victim. So I've, I've experienced both sides of it. Uh, when, when I was the one to do it, it was my cousins. And I'd go there like during the summer when there's no school, right? And my aunt would watch me and stuff during the summer. My cousin's like probably at least 10 years older than me. She had Final Fantasy VII at the time. Ooh. I think that had like just come out. Yeah, that was a good one. And I was there just over for the day and it's like, mm. oh, I'll try this out and played it. And just as a kid, I didn't really understand how it worked, I guess, at the time. And Cloud Strike. Ac- accidentally, yeah, <laughs> saved over. Oh her no! Thing. Oh, no. My aunt had like called me, kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> to tell me and stuff, and I could tell like my cousin was pretty like yeah. That's heartbreaking it. when you're that yeah, age, right? Yeah, that's huge. Like that's your your life's crushed at that point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing that ever happened to me was someone saved over mine. Yeah, yeah. I think it was during like a Star Wars game or something. I don't remember who it was necessarily. That nah, was me. <laughs> <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was kind of thinking was it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing about that one. That yeah. was a fun game. The yeah. story will be told for generations. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how far I was into it, but 
it really discouraged me at oh the time. yeah you put a big chunk of hours in i remember I and so, yeah. uh, i was just ah uh, and instantly you know as soon as you do it too it's like oh yeah, you realize oh, like what you did yeah. i did that yeah. i did actually uh take a look what uh nintendo the original system it was released uh 1983 in the oh, U.S. Or, uh, like, is that the Famicom? Because it's the Famicom, right? It's like the Japanese. Uh, JP, yeah, Japan then. Yeah. So uh, Famicom, yeah, 85. Oh, yeah. So, huh. yeah, 85 it looks like. Cause then, and then like 1990 the... for Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Because is, is that in the U.S.? Yeah. I think so. Because I, uh, I think it's Super Famicom in like Japan. Yeah. I think that's what they call it. That could have been the original first release, but yeah, I just okay. wanted to, after I saw 1989 for the, yeah, the... TurboGrafx, I'm like, really? Holy. <laughs> yeah, it's as old as me. Yeah. And you guys. Yep. Not as old as me. <laughs> yeah, and the Simpsons. I always like think of the Simpsons being our age. They, yeah. They're from 89? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, started. Well, Damn. like that's a long like, time. Actually, yeah. like The Simpsons because it was on. What was that? Sk- it's like sketch a sketch show or something, yeah, wasn't sketch it? Show. Oh, I can't remember the name of it right now. But that's how it started, and then it became like a full show. Hmm. So when when they started announcing the new systems, you know, the new ones at the time, the sixty four and the PlayStation. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Like, which one did you want more or like prefer? Hmm. Um. Well, my my dad got. Uh, he got us the PlayStation because he heard that you could mod it and so that you could play burnt discs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's why we got that one. <laughs> and did you? Did you guys mod it? Yeah, we modded it and we we would rent the games and then we would uh, copy them and then we'd, we'd play them afterwards <laughs> Sick, on man. the burnt discs. Awesome. <laughs> Do you remember uh, swapping? With uh, the PlayStation, the original yeah. PlayStation. I heard you could do that. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much a way you take a legitimate disc and then you take a burnt one. And you had to like, it was like the swapping, like when the, it speeds up, it's like you let it go. When it slows down, you pull the the uh, r- original disc, then you put in the burnt disc and then it like speeds up and then it slows down. And it's like you had to like, uh, usually I use the twist tie to hold the button down so that oh, yeah. the, because there's a button to depress it so that it knows it the legs closed. closed yeah. yeah and you have to do this like swapping method in order to play burnt games because i was too cheap to get it modded so i was just like figuring out a way i figured out this way like i don't know through the grapevine of all like at the time it's like you don't go online and just yeah. figure the shit out it's like just through kids it's like here's how you swap man and, and uh, <laughs> it was it was so awesome because oh. we got to play so many games that way you guys ever play the game monster rancher on ps1 no, I didn't. No. Is it kind of yeah. like a Harvest Moon type? Game I played or a lot of Harvest Moon. <laughs> uh, not really. Like you get like these monsters and you fight them, but the way you can like get these monsters, you you put in like an actual like a music CD. Oh. And it would like read the CD and then it would like create like a monster for you based on that CD. Oh, so like really? putting in different That's CDs cool. and stuff will give you different monsters. Huh. And so like there's people out there that would like want certain CDs because they get like certain monsters. Mm-hmm. And I just remember me and my cousin playing that. We'd go through like freaking like every CD that his parents had and stuff. We'd put it in just to see like what monsters we get. That's <laughs> pretty it's cool. It's like a really cool. That yeah, is a cool, cool concept, yeah. yeah. So Especially I, at that time. Right. Yeah. How did it work? Like you'd have to take the that game out. Yeah, it would say like put in like the CD or whatever. And you, so you put in the, the music CD and oh. it would read it and then just generate some kind of monster or whatever. And what did you also, do with them? Hey? What did you do when you had the monster? I did either like fight or train them or kind of like Pokemon. Kind of, yeah, 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 similar. Neat. I, I just found like that was the most fun part for me was just trying to get like new monsters by yeah. putting CDs in. But at least that's what I remember nowadays. 
Yeah, well, but that, P, the PS One, I think, is like the first kind of system where you get like even multiple CDs for games, right? Like you. Oh yeah. Like for like Final Fantasy and stuff, you get like four discs. You'd have to put in like once you get. Oh, like a Metal Gear. Part. I remember yeah, that. I think it was like two or three CDs. Yeah. But yeah, that that was at that time. Like John again, he had the PlayStation. <laughs> And then I was like, mm, John already has that. So I got the 64 because he didn't have that one at the time for some reason. He probably got it later just to spite me. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the 64. And then so John had the other cool ones. So I played a lot more of that one. So you had like expansion pack, rumble pack, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those memory little, pack. Yeah, that, that yeah, stupid one you had to put in the front for the, the expansion for yeah, the memory. For and then yeah, the other rumble pack. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon Stadium. Oh, oh yeah. that was so much fun. Yeah, oh, I love that. Pokemon Snap. Yeah. yeah. That was like the original kind of like 64 game for Pokemon, wasn't it? Pokemon um, Snap, I think. Maybe. Feels like it. Yeah. Think so? Well, they had Game Boy. Was it before? Oh, yeah, or, yeah Game oh, yeah, Boy, for of sure. course. Yeah, but way before. For the N64. That was yeah. the first one. Stadium was cool because you can like, plug in your uh, Game Boy game into the pack and use your Pokemon on Stadium. Yeah. I thought that was like really cool. I didn't oh, yeah. have a Game Boy, so I wasn't able to use that feature. Uh, yeah. That was pretty cool. I remember getting like four Pokemon like on the Game Boy. I'd get like the game guides and stuff and follow those, and I found that to be a lot of fun. Nice. It'd show you where like a bunch of the items and stuff oh, are yeah. and like going into like remember going into dungeons and how like terrible those were to get through sometimes is like you can find your way through just following the guide it would kind of show you how to get through and yeah. yeah made the game much more enjoyable yeah. for me <laughs> yeah because there was no way i was going to figure out how to get like in pokemon red how to get snorlax it's yeah, like right. by myself it's like it was some really <laughs> weird way to do it yeah. you had to go to this area on the water and it, it was some weird thing yeah. Well, that, that was like, well, what was like the glitch in that game? There is that like missing no? Missing no, yeah. Right, right. And you get all the master balls or something. Yeah. You get a bunch of, you can multiply. No, you get rare candy. Oh, okay. yeah. That was one thing. Remember that? Now I remember you go, that. like down by that dock there and you like fish for stuff or something and get like catch rare candy or something like that. And then rare candy. I don't remember what you could do with it. Oh, I don't know. Wasn't, I think if, if you gave the rare candy to the Pokemon... That they would level up. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah, pretty sure that's how yeah. it worked. I remember. Yeah, I think I'd glitch a bunch of master balls or be able to buy a bunch, and then yeah, I don't know. It's, it's had something to do with that as well. But yeah, missing though. That was mm. weird. And then you had to glitch. trade with red and blue in order to get um, oh, Mewtwo. The, yeah, or was that's it? Right. Yeah, I think it's Mewtwo. Yeah. And then, because yeah, you could get 150 if you had the one game, but you had to have both of them and trade in order to get 151. Yeah. And That's then, when you had like that system link cord or whatever, yeah. right? You'd have to connect. And, yeah. I remember walking home from school one day and it was springtime. Snowbanks are melting everything. You know, your kid, you're running on the snowbanks. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah. I remember making those exact yeah, exactly. noises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I was running on one and your foot goes through, right? Because it's melting. And then I just remember looking over and in the mud, like uh, there was a blue disc or uh, a cartridge. Oh, shit. Sure. Like, oh, what's this? So I obviously it's Game Boy uh, d uh, cartridge. So I bring it home. The sticker's worn off. So I plug it into the Game Boy. Fires up. It's Pokemon Blue. I'm like, no wow. way, sweet <laughs> free game. So I played the hell out of that. That was like one of the first times I ever stayed up in the middle of the night, like under the blankets on a school night, like yeah, playing yeah. Game Boy. When you'd have like the worm light on it. Yeah, you know, the worm light, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, yes. but back before backlights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to buy an external light. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. On the screen. yeah. <laughs> 
And then they came out with a few different revisions of the Game Boy. Even the Game Boy uh, was the Advanced SP, and they still don't yeah, have SP. a bloody backlight on it. No, the SP was the first one to have the oh, backlight. Was, okay. The Advanced, I think, was right before that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Have it, yeah. yeah, it was that flip-open one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It's like they had a few revisions. That was such a huge like innovation for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, big time. Eh? Yeah, because the Advanced was like the, the rectangular yeah. one that was a little, well, not totally rectangle, but they're all bloody rectangles. <laughs> <laughs> but it had like the controls on each side of the screen. Yeah. 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 You had one of those, eh, Chris? The, the, the wide one? The va- advanced, yeah, the wide one. Yeah, My brother I had, that. had one of those. What was the game that you played on that? You were, like, really into one. Uh, Golden Sun. Golden Sun. It was a really oh, fun, yeah. like... Um, you played it? Yeah. That was such I a remember fun that game. One, yeah. that, was, I, that was another game, too, where at school nights, stay up in the middle of the night, and mm-hmm. you think, you know, everyone's asleep, and you're staying up, like, all night, leveling up your character. It was kind of like, what, medieval fantasy-ish kind of yeah. game, hey? That was a good one. I remember too with the Game Boy Advance, um, I was at Zellers one time with my mom at Polo, and they were advertising like this cable that you could plug in your Game Boy Advance to the GameCube. And oh, right, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, sweet. Use it as a controller or something? You could you really use it as a controller. And also, um, we had Zelda Wind Waker. Yeah, you oh. could use it to find treasure chests. Yeah. Yeah, oh, really? I remember that feature. It was so cool. It eh? was really awesome. You go to a temple and a. Uh, the Game Boy Advance would act as what Navi or Tink or something, um, or not Tink. <laughs> the, the green guy, I can't remember his name at the moment. Oh, uh, yeah, what yeah, he's in name? a green like leotard with yeah. like a spike on his head. Oh yeah, that weird little guy. Yeah, yeah, I remember him from Ocarina of Time. No, he, no, he wasn't in that. I don't think he was in that one. I think he was in he Majora's was Mask. Majora's Mask. Okay. Yeah, okay. maybe that's what. I was that thinking. was the yeah. another good one. You don't remember the name of that guy though, eh? I don't remember the name. <laughs> It's going to bug me now. It is. Yeah, Pikmin. <laughs> I feel like it is uh, Tink or Tingle or Tingle. Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Another. The, I remember also uh, Animal Crossing was another game that utilized that, that cord okay. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what was the advantage to using the Game Boy on that one? Um, it just made it so you had a chance to get like, I guess, rare items uh, when you when you went and visited an island. Oh, okay. Yes, because you could, you could unlock um, NES games within Animal Crossing and you could play them. It's a lot of fun. Neat. Yeah. That's cool. So they had uh, Nintendo games on, like as, as just a side option, you could just play through old games? Well, you had to collect the games and then put them in your house and then you could interact with them to play the game oh you can oh, actually neat. i didn't know you can yeah. actually play them yeah i yeah, remember you were able cool. to get like a, a console and stuff in that game and set it up in your house or whatever i didn't know you could actually play it so. yeah oh, it was a okay. lot of fun just kind of something to break up the the normal gameplay yeah. of, of animal crossing it's cool when games do that like mm-hmm. i can't think of many i remember halo had like fusion frenzy on it Oh, yeah. No, it did. That sounds right. Yeah, Halo, uh, right at the main screen, it was a like campaign, co-op options, and then like... Did it have a few games, though, right, didn't it? Or like demos or something like that? If they did, uh, the only one that stands out is Fusion Frenzy. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't the whole game. It was no, like it's... a few of the mini games. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that one? It was like a, it was like a corkscrew. You're constantly yeah. going higher Twisted and higher up a ramp. And you have to system, maybe? You have to like jump in and avoid right. certain... Yeah. objects while you're like running. either like yeah. duck or jump or yeah yeah it was just a or b and yeah. jumped and it's it going so faster, fast. faster yeah that was a fun one there 
And then the one where you you're all drop into like a circular kind of pit, and each one of you is in like a ball cage. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like and a sumo kind of thing. Yeah, you have to knock each other off. Yeah. That that was a fun game. Oh eh? yeah, it's a great party game. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a Super Mario uh, or Sma- not Smash Bros, but uh, party. Mario yeah, Party. Mario yeah. Party kind of game. Just I remember just always like oh, twist, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> twisting shit. the or not twisting but spinning, uh, spinning the, yeah. the joystick. Yeah. You just, get like the blister in oh, the palm that, of your hand. Yeah. Big terrible blister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had to wear a band aid there yeah. over it. I'm still playing the game. <laughs> Must have been a really good game. <laughs> it was good. Then just so like mashing it. the A button yeah. as like fast as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I was out in 64, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Moving the middle joystick over yeah. and over. Yeah. Did did anyone ever use the left hand side like of the, the D pad? Yeah, of the 64 controller? Rarely. Rarely. Yeah. It was it's like, just, why did they even put that there? Yeah. Yeah. I think for <laughs> Legend of Zelda, it was like to quick select certain items. Oh, yeah. The D pad. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even then, I don't recall using it like the c buttons i remember using yeah. those oh wait it might have the been straight? the c buttons the, the yellow ones okay no yeah. it was the c buttons like golden was almost yeah. kind of like having the dual joysticks say the c buttons it was almost yeah but, but, but they had it like move differently than the joysticks do yeah because you, oh, you'd be able to golden. strafe yeah with the c buttons would strafe but i think like the up and down c buttons would make you like look up and down oh temporarily only as you held it yeah kind of thing like you look up and down right and then the joystick you would turn left and right, but you'd move forward and backward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, that oh. sounds right. And then run around with a pool cue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like nowadays, like the left, what is it? The left joystick just moves you. Either you strafe, right? Left uh, and right and move forward and backward. Yeah. And then the other one turns you left and right and look up and down. Yeah. Like modern joysticks dual oh joystick, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like the left joysticks for your body movement right yeah. and then the right the ones, ones your for your, like, your eyes or your yeah. aimer yeah. Kind of thing because back back then on like golden eye was like kind of split which yeah. is weird yeah it's like i remember going back to play it and i'm like this is so weird and confusing you oh know? Like, yeah even playing like halo like for the first time that was like my first like dual joystick like fps Remember, like, getting used to, like, the like looking around and stuff in that game? Yeah, I felt uh, bad at games playing right? that. I was like, it oh, was so man, weird. I'm so good at Goldeneye and Perfect Dark <laughs> and Halo. I'm just bombing it right now. Yeah. Took a while. It was a big adjustment. You remember when we first played Halo there? Yeah, I do. It was your birthday, like, your 12th or 13th birthday or something. Yeah. And your dad rented it from Blockbuster, the console. Yeah, like the console, yeah. Yeah, renting the console and the game. Yeah, I remember the neighbors had it, and that's like what made me want to like play it and get it. And I probably, I guess, told my parents. And, yeah, and so they got it, and we had Halo. And I remember it was just well, how big was that TV? Like, like oh, it was maybe like, a twenty inch or nineteen inch TV, but it was like old. It had like the the dials on it, and you had to push and pull for like a, yeah, it was oh, like yeah. a wood kind of. Like, like, like it wasn't like the floor one, but it was okay. Like one that you, you had to put, kick it every now and then because it yeah. would go oh, fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'd have like the button that you push and pull to turn it on yeah. and off, right? And it'd be also like the volume button, I think. Oh, and wasn't it only like on the knob, like channel three and four or something? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but we played Halo on that, like split screen. Yeah. That was the first time playing an Xbox. I remember playing it half with Justin and then the other half with you. Yeah, you guys did the first half. Was, yeah. And then he left and then I came over into the second half with you. Yeah, and that was on the old like Duke controller, the huge ass controller. Yeah, I love that oh. controller. Yeah. When they got the S type yeah. controller, that was my jam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I have big hands, but the Duke was too much. Yeah, yeah it, it was a big boy. boy yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I think it was uh, they had to come up with that smaller one because everyone's getting like <laughs> carpal tunnel <laughs> arthritis, childhood yeah. arthritis. <laughs> it was such an advancement though, like oh, going yeah. to that controller, like that kind of started like everything oh. from there. Yeah, like, was their controller because yeah. he had like the Dual Shock, but it was like weirdly the joysticks yeah. on those are weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I never like I still like it works, but yeah. it's just I never really it's not comfortable. Yeah, yeah it's comfortable. got as much of enjoyment out of that type of controller yeah. i know there are definitely people out there that prefer that but yeah because i remember having the ps1 and they had the the dual shock yeah. for the ps1 but i never used it no i think i played that one game called ape escape i think it was called <laughs> and you like catch fun. like monkeys and stuff right yeah. they use like the, the the joysticks i think for that one mm. it's the only one i remember using them for do you guys uh did you guys play like resident evil on the playstation I might have, but like I probably was too scared to like beat it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was never fond of those jump scare type games, yeah. so I, I kind of avoided that one. I remember playing it briefly, and it just had like a weird kind of control or like camera view to it, like it was like a yeah, fixed camera, and you'd like run and down like, the yeah. hallway and yeah. stuff, right? I, my my cousins had it, so anytime I'd go there, we generally play that one. We turn all the lights off. And oh, gosh. My cousin Nick would literally sit in a different room on the steps and watch, like kind of with his eyes, like his hands over his eyes, one eye open, like kind of peeking, right, and watching us play, because it does have that jump, uh, oh, yeah. jump factor. Yeah. And oh, there was this game. Do you guys remember it on the uh, 360 called Condemned? Yeah. Criminal Origins. Criminal Origins, man. Holy, that game! I only played it. In my basement, uh, with all with all the lights off, the windows shut, and the sound bar or the surround sound just cranked. Oh, yeah. I would only play it when it was pitch black, and that game is like you're a detective and you have to go into like the the slums, these old motels and like old, you know, abandoned factories and stuff. And like, you have a, a little like f- flashlight that keeps like uh, cutting in and out, <laughs> and so you're walking on hallways really slowly with like a, a bat or a crowbar pretty much, and guys just rush. It's always you. like a, a melee weapon, right? Like. Always melee. There was like no guns really. There was, but like you generally had like some kind of melee weapon. And all of a sudden a door would burst open and they would just be rushing you. Mm. And like, oh, you're panicking. You're just button mashing, right? Yeah. That was a fun one. And you'd be like, like you'd hear like noises, like there's people around, but you didn't know like when they were going to bust through the door or whatever. Yeah. So that was like the jump scare. They'd just bust through and you're like, fuck. <laughs> you know it's coming. You just don't know when. Right? Yeah. yeah. I remember playing that. I did the exact same thing. I was living at my mom's at the time. And I was upstairs. It'd be at night, lights out, and did the same thing. Oh, Sweet. yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, jump scares, just I have to tell the story. Uh, we went to go see that movie. Remember the, the Omen? Yeah. It came out June 6, 2006, right? It was advertised at 666, yeah. right? The Omen. And we went to see it on that day. There was a bunch of us who would go to see it, and Julian was sitting next to me. Julian Hines, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting to my right. And there was a part in the movie where, uh, like, it was a jump part. Julian literally jumped out of his seat onto my lap. <laughs> he was sitting on my lap for a second. Was, oh, like, like I, I could see jumping up and down. Yeah. <laughs> but to go and seat over. <laughs> yeah. But it was a scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Julian. You, you didn't have one of those, like, fear actions? I did, you know. I was just like, I never really said it, you know. And neither did he. Yeah. <laughs> but we both knew, you know. Yeah. Just lock eyes. <laughs> yeah. We got a little closer that day. <laughs> yeah. Never really played too many scary, jumpy games, though. No, yeah. not really. Uh, one that I enjoyed that was on GameCube was in Eternal Darkness. That one Sounds was pre- 
It was pretty yeah, fun. Sounds familiar. Um, you had a sanity bar, mm-hmm. and as it decreased, you started seeing like weird shit or like weird stuff would just happen to the screen. Like you'd enter a new room, and all of a sudden your character's on the ceiling, or <laughs> like you see like a little volume bar, and like the sound of the game just goes down. <laughs> oh, and, neat! Like, other weird kind of things that would would happen as you play. Yeah, hmm. really, really good game. Don't recall hearing about that one. No. Eternal darkness. That that makes me think of the what's that Metal Gear thing where you got to like move your controller or something to like a different slot. Oh, um, Psychomantis. Yeah, that when you had the to fight. Thing. Yeah, because he's like, I can sense your moves, and it's like I can read your mind, and it's like just put the controller from slot one into slot two, and then it's like it's like now you can beat him. And you pretty much, I think you had to do it because I don't, I don't know if there was a way to beat him if you had left it in did one. It, but did it tell you to do it? Uh, no, it, I don't think so. Uh, I think there was something because like the manual, like with uh, Metal Gear, there was uh, the codec. You had uh, a few different, like the, there was a save one. Uh, there was like Meryl. You could call the different codec numbers. Some of them were in the manual. I think it said something about that in the manual. Uh, like if you actually read it. And then uh, for like switching the controller over, but yeah, I remember it would go uh, uh, Hideo. Uh, it would come up like that kind of blue screen because uh, uh, Hideo, Hideo Kojima, of course. And then it would go up. I'm like Hideo. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then I'm like, I couldn't figure it out for the longest time because John and I. That was one game that John and I played a shitload. At first, I was like, this game is stupid. I'm like sneaking around. And now it's like my favorite game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like i can't believe i thought that game was stupid but yeah that was so cool it's just like popping in the slot too and it's like now he can't read my mind and he can take out psycho mantis did you find that out in a magazine or like or like i I, suggest like i think it was in the manual or something but i don't i don't remember how we found it out because it definitely wasn't on the internet or anything at the time because that's a pretty like interesting way uh of -hmm. figuring out how to you think you would do everything you possibly can to try to beat him before you would ever think to even try to move yeah. the controller over. Yeah, it's definitely a neat mechanic. Yeah. Hmm. yeah there's some pretty tough games out there to beat. Like some bosses were just ridiculously hard. Well, what would you say is like one of your hardest games? Hardest games? Like, like not achievement wise, but like. Oh, yeah, because like that's the first thing that comes stuff, to mind yeah, is right? achievements. Uh, boss wise. Like where you just. You know, trying over and over just to beat a boss. And Shit, it's no hard to say, man. Out. Any of you guys? I can't name one off the top yeah. of my head, but Still I definitely be- know that I've experienced that, where yeah. it's like just trying yeah. so hard to beat it, but you just can't. And sometimes just like walking away from it and then coming back like an hour or two later mm-hmm. and you just beat it like that. Yeah, first try, right? Yeah, yeah. first try. Exactly. It'd yeah, still be Keith that. Courage. I never beat that game. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Star Wars, yeah, like what I said earlier, but that's on Super Nintendo, but yeah, tried so many times. But it was just the way the game was structured, right? Like when you die, you have to start at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So you don't get that many opportunities to try the last stage over and over. But uh, like you said there, Alicia, um, uh, there was this one achievement I was trying to get on Tetris HD for the 360. It was the <laughs> final achievement. And it was like get 25,000 points in under four minutes. And I was trying this for like weeks. I'd get home after work. I would try for an hour or two. Couldn't do it, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I would get closer, this progressively getting closer to it. And then one day I finally did it. It was like 25,000 points in like three minutes, 59 seconds. Like, yes, woo! 
too, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Jason's like, hey, why don't you do it on my profile? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I load his profile up. First try, I get it. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> the stress is gone or something. Right? Yeah. 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 I'm just thinking, like, it was back or like older games, but it was like when I used to have well, my one of my first PCs. I had DOS 3.1 on there, and I'd play like Load Runner and Prince of Persia, like super pixelated, like the original OG versions of those games. And yeah. I had to figure out like again back before I had the internet or anything. So it's like I had to figure out how to load the commands. You had to go into the menus and type out like help, help me to figure out, and you had to read all the commands and how it gets in there. And holy shit. Yeah, I had a PC pretty early, but yeah, uh, like that was your first like gaming platform, you say, or no? Uh, well, or I think, was I it still think, Turbo Graphics? Yeah, I think Turbo Graphics was a little earlier than that. Okay, um, and then yeah, probably Turbo Graphics, and then I had a PC, and then I bought things like the Super Nintendo yeah, yeah. and whatnot later because I, I had a job pretty early, like when I was like 13, 12 or thirteen. I did like flyers, and then papers and stuff like that. So. My parents didn't really want to buy me that shit, so I had to buy it myself. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that, like just buying like video games and stuff. I remember, mm-hmm. I think I had a Game Boy Pocket or Color. It was one of the two, but I had like Pokemon and stuff for it. Oh, yeah. And I remember uh, me and my parents would always go to this festival, like Classic Rock Festival in Minidosa. And uh, I remember going there and cutting grass, essentially cutting people's lots because they had this like super like overgrown, like thick grass on there oh yeah and i brought out like a lawnmower one time and just cutting people's lots for them just making nice pretty good money actually (laughs) i ended up buying like a bunch of accessories and games for like my game boy with it i think the biggest reason i bought it was or did that was to buy uh like you'd get the the power adapter for it okay yeah essentially plug it in and just keep playing play as long as you want right Mm -hmm. like batteries on those they wouldn't last very long right Oh yeah, so we're Come getting a long that. Way. I was like, yeah, it was like a game changer. You can just kind of play as long as you want, right? Yeah, don't have to worry about batteries. Yeah, OG portable systems. Yeah. Oh, the PSP. Oh, I remember when that one came out. I hacked the shit out of. Actually, I hacked the shit out of a lot of consoles, Playstations, and because I had the the PS. They had the PSX and then the PS One. And then the oh, PS1, yeah. I modded. I that was like those. the small white one, right? Yeah. 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 And then they had that screen for it, too. That oh, was Oh, yeah. I never got the screen, but I always wanted it. The PSX? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that the, the, the gray one. The, the OG big, one. The, the big box rectangle, gray one. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the PS1 is like that circular kind of white one that was small. Yeah. I think they just originally called it the PlayStation, but then when yeah. the PS1 came out, they called it the PSX. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember, you know, Jason and Tyler across the back lane? Yeah, yeah. They had like the white PS1. It was a small one. Oh, okay. I guess I was, I was always like, a, as a kid, like a devoted, almost fanboy to Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like that was my jam. And like, uh, the I played old I, box. Yeah. That was because, you know, remember back in the day, was like, there was like a divide. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There still, still is. is. There still is, right? Oh, I'm an Xbox. You're a PlayStation. Oh, <laughs> I'm a PC master race over here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Us, con- us console peasants. Right? Yeah. <laughs> us console peasants got a band together. Storm the city, eh? <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, the portable screen there you'd attach to the back, mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing those at Microplay. You guys okay. remember Microplay? Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember seeing it. They'd have like all the games behind the counter or whatever, and then you, they'd have like a big shelf above it all. Yeah, they'd have like the big boxes of things. And I remember seeing 
like a portable screen. I always thought that was like super cool. That is like always yeah. wanted it, but it was always like pretty pricey. I think it was like two hundred right? bucks or something, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, I always wanted that thing too. Yeah, such a neat idea. I'm just like dreaming of like going out to like my grandparents' yeah. place, two hour drive, just sitting there on my lap. I'm just <laughs> right. dreaming about this. <laughs> yeah. Never happened, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, like as a kid, man, like gaming was such a big part of life. Yeah, it was like everything. It's like you think oh, about yeah. it at school. That's all you talk about at school. Yeah, right. No one did homework. You'd rush home, <laughs> playing games. Right. Like as soon as you get home, sometimes till night. I mean, we did a lot of outdoor stuff too, like biked around and yeah. street hockey and stuff like that. But it was always when you got home, there was always uh, the game was going on. Yeah, and you get like friends there. and stuff come over and have enough to have like the four player split screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. always easy to even for like street hockey and stuff. It was so easy to like round up a bunch of people and just yeah. get a game going. It's kind of weird now how like it's not really. It's more focused on like multiplayer, but like yeah, but not local multiplayer yeah. anymore. And it's like yeah, back when we were kids, I just remember split screen like yeah. two of us, four of us, whatever. We just sit there and you'd have this teeny tiny yeah, little screen be on like a thirty-two inch TV yeah. or something, right? Like yeah. not even maybe twenty-seven or something. Like but you're just sitting there, just oh, right. like, playing off the corner of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no I play next. Peak, like, <laughs> winner stays on. Yeah, no screen peak, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no screen peak. <laughs> there were so many games that we did that with, like co-op. It would be uh, okay, Goldeneye, Perfect yeah, Dark. Perfect dark. Uh, I remember. Um, what was it on Xbox that uh, it was like Marvel of uh, uh, Avengers? No, no, Avengers Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. Alliance. Yeah, man, that game because you could play as any Marvel character, right? Yeah. So like everyone had their character. Who? Uh, shit, who? Who were you? I, I didn't play that one as much as with, with you guys. No way. Yeah. Did, did you ever jump in on uh, when we were playing Fantasy Star on the GameCube? No, I never cared for Fantasy Star. That game Star. was so much fun. It was epic, eh? Yeah. And you guys, yeah. you guys just got like so far ahead of me where I'm like, I don't even want to like. Did you ever play it, it online? Uh, no, it was just it was just local, like uh, usually at Jeff Smith's house. I played it online a few times. Was it like PSO? So was it Fantasy Star Online or was there a separate one? I Fantasy Star and Fantasy Star Online. No, I think they were the, the same, same game. game one yeah. of the same. You could just play it online? Yeah, you could okay. play it online. Okay. I remember joining people's, I guess, like different servers where people were duping items and then i just like <laughs> run in there and pick it all up and then like immediately ditch the server <laughs> i got some good gear that way nice uh, it's a smart way to do it you know yeah let other people do the work for exactly. it yeah. but then i think they released an, a new version of the game that fixed the duping uh, glitch so wasn't fun anymore yeah it wasn't fun <laughs> anymore <laughs> no, but, split screen I, I i remember playing a lot was that desert storm Desert Storm. Yeah, me, yeah, you, Nick, and was it Justin? Justin or Brandon? Uh, Jason. Jason yeah. I remember there was always more than four people yeah. willing to play. It's like people have to switch off. But yeah, Nick, there was Nick was always Jones, right? Nick was Jones. You were uh, Connor. <laughs> no, Connor. I feel like you were Connor. I was Bradley. I was Bradley. Foley. Oh, Foley. Yeah. 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 Connor was the heavy gun. I think he must have been the third guy. And Bradley. Bradley was the, like the main, like the. The squadron leader kind of guy. Yeah, like you just have like the assault rifle, right? It's the main kind of general kind of guy. Or... Yeah. I like being the sniper, like sitting yeah. back up on like a hill and just picking guys off as you yeah. guys were storming in. And Nick was the explosives guy. <laughs> yeah. So it, we would always get Nick to like just... give one of us the detonator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick would rush in with C4. Yeah, right, right to a tank or something, plant it on and just... <laughs> and there were so many times where like, 
<laughs> Nick could have easily gotten away, yeah. but as soon as Nick plants it, one of us <laughs> hits the hits the detonator. <laughs> Nick's dead. I'll come get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. He's still like that. He'll run in like fuck. We were playing Division Two, and it's just like there's like three of four. I guess four of us playing together. Three of us are like back, like getting getting shit like getting ready and then Nick's already in the next area just blowing shit up yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then he'll die and just wait for us to come revive him like, or oh where are you guys yeah. where are you guys it's like where are you yeah. I gotta tell a funny story about Nick uh, we were at EB Games and uh, we just showed up at Polo Park like we always did kind of mall rat thing and uh, they were having a video game tournament that day and me and Nick were like oh let's do it and it just so happened to be a co-op game tournament and it was uh, Rainbow Six Three just launched like that day. Oh yeah, I remember that. So it was Rainbow Six Three tournament. So we go and we sign up, and it was like just starting. It was like perfect timing, right? So me and Nick, it was like it was two versus two, and I think each person had two lives. So uh, you know, me and Nick, we went through the tournament and everything, and we literally got to the final round. So it was me and Nick versus these two random dudes, right? So it turned out to be where it was like all of us had one life left. And me and one of the other guys like headshotted each other and killed each other at the same time. So now it was literally just Nick and this other dude one on one. And I'm like, come on, Nick, man, <laughs> come on, you could do it. And uh, there was a point where Nick was looking down a hallway and that other dude came by and he literally stopped at the other end of the hallway and he wasn't looking at Nick. He was looking the other way. Oh, and Nick had his literally had his aimer on the guy. He could have shot him and killed him. But what did Nick do? He threw a grenade, oh, and guess what happened? There was like a like a clear veneer <laughs> sheet right in front of him. So the grenade hit the sheet, hit the ground. He blows himself up, <laughs> and the other guy automatically won. Is like no. <laughs> and those guys each want a copy of the game. So, so me and Nick would have walked away with that, but uh, yeah. Telling it, Nick. Explosives guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blows himself yeah. up for the final kill. It's like, no, man. No. Remember the Tony Hawk tournament? Yeah, but it was supposed to be a Madden tournament. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, I was all punk. So, I was, like, playing Madden. for Like, I've always played Madden. I mean, not so much anymore, but back then, just big Madden fan. We were all excited because we was at the stadium. Yeah. Right? Was that the stadium? Yeah, playing oh, really? on, like, the, the Jumbotron at the old stadium. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we get there, and it ends up being Tony Hawk. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what, which one it was. Was it Underground? It was, was Tony it Hawk's Underground. Yeah. That I don't was know if it was one, one or two. Oh, yeah. 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 Epic. But, but yeah, and, and you're like a big, like, you're pretty good at Tony Hawk, so you ended up, like, <laughs> playing it instead of me. <laughs> just grinding for hours straight. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you did. Just pretty it's like the timer's already run out, but yeah. you just keep yeah. grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You get two minutes, and you can play for 20 if you, <laughs> yeah. you're good enough. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because you and I, we were practicing Madden for, like, weeks leading up to this tournament. Oh, really? Because yeah. the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were having, like, this two-day weekend event. Uh, yes. It was, like, meet the Bombers. Uh, you could, like, go up and kick field goals with, like, the, the kicker. It's and like a marketplace or something they called it. Yeah, and you could uh, meet all the Bombers. It was kind of, like, a big, like, thing for the fans to, like, meet the Bombers. But yeah. And for the kids, it was a big video game tournament. So we're practicing Madden for weeks. Get there. Sorry, guys, it's not Madden. It's Tony Hawk. Yeah. It was a two-day tournament, remember? Yeah. You have to qualify in day one and then go back the second day. But yeah, it, uh, it was pretty, like, like I ended up winning that thing. Oh, nice. But I ended up versing this little, like, he was like seven or eight <laughs> years old kid. <laughs> so it was him and I, and uh, it was pretty cool. Like, I felt bad doing it, but I didn't at the same time because I wanted to win. So I, I found the smallest half pipe. 
And I just kept going in and out of this half pipe. Yeah, the timer it, what was it? You'd like revert or something when you hit the bottom and that would like multiply your combo as well, right? Yeah, you'd strafe quickly. Yeah, or, yeah like, um, yeah, yeah. revert, right? Revert, yeah, that? yeah. As soon as you'd land and you'd keep your combo going. So the timer ran out and I was still playing for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I landed, I finally landed. Uh, I had like, you know, a bajillion points, right? <laughs> Blew the kid out of the water. But, but man, it, the kid is crying too. Once he did it, he's just crying and walked over to his mom. The mom just looked at you all pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he still walked away with something. It was yeah, like 50 bucks. Yeah. An experience. An experience. What, what did you end up winning? Okay, well, they advertised that the first place grand prize is um, a PS2 prize pack. Mm. And it was like a PlayStation with a bunch of controllers and like a bunch of games. And it was supposed to be $500 value. Then they said, uh, they took my name and number and address and everything. And they said, well, we'll mail it out to you, right? So a week goes by, you know, I, I'm wondering. My parents are telling me to be patient, right? Two mm. weeks goes by, nothing. And then three weeks. And then I, finally I'm calling them. I called them and I was like, uh, I want that tournament. And they're like, oh, yeah. It just sounded like they forgot about it. <laughs> and uh, this, oh, we'll mail it out to you soon. Mail it out to you soon. Another week goes by, I called them. And then what they ended up doing was they just mailed me out a $500 gift card to Walmart. No. Nice. So it well, was sweet. Pretty sweet. And I remember I went and bought a 32-inch tube TV. It was flat screen, though. <laughs> flat screen. Uh, it was 450 I bought a $40 pair of shoes and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> and it came up to, like, literally, like, 500 bucks. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's a good prize. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a pretty sweet prize. Yeah, yeah, because then we just gamed a ton on that TV. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good feeling coming home with a new TV. It's like yeah, I, I earned this myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, that's another thing. Like talking about old games and consoles and stuff. Just even the TVs, the old CRTs, yeah. cathode ray tube, man, like giant, just huge things. It's like ridiculous how thin and it's like they're sheets now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I remember having that big screen at my dad's place. Remember that one? It was like a huge box. Oh, the like, rear projection? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. We, we moved in there and they wanted to give us TV because they didn't want to have to move it so out that's of the place. Every how you always get right? a rear projection. Right. It's somebody moving and they're like, I don't want to move this thing. I don't want to take it out of my basement. <laughs> yeah, just take it with the house. Yeah. And I think, what was it? We played, we brought your 64 over or something to play on it when I think we were playing Super Mario and then. We ended up like imprinting like the Mario. Oh yeah, the burning. Yeah, I remember that, man. <laughs> I think it was from because remember like the uh, like the start screen or whatever. It had like that Mario head. I think that's what was like burnt in. Yeah, because you could <laughs> stretch the, the face head. around. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, it was burnt in. Uh, I don't remember what happened. Like, yeah. your, I don't, I don't know, know if your dad cared or anything or. But I remember seeing it there. I was like, oh shit! Right. Like, we <laughs> they probably it. didn't even notice it, right? We could just see it, but they didn't. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What are you guys playing uh, currently? Uh, well, me and Sean have been playing Fallout 76. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been good because I've heard, like, I heard when it launched or whatever, it yeah. wasn't so great. Or when anything, it launched, but... there was a lot of issues with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been updated significantly since. Really? I mean, we still run into the odd issue, like, it just saying server not responding, even though obviously the server like sometimes we're playing on the exact same server and it says server not responding for me and it kicks me out and then alicia's still playing i'm like what do you, what do you mean like, but it's it's i don't know it's it's pretty good it's followed-esque and you can do quests throughout the world it's nice that we can play together so mm -hmm. that's a pretty cool feature of that game yeah is it like a games as a service game like i've never actually like really looked much into it 
like is it kind of like the division but like fallout like where you have the dailies and stuff yeah. like that yeah like yeah, similar kind of progression yeah daily and weekly quests and whatnot okay. and then you have just general world quests that you can go out and do and like we i think we're getting 40 level 45 ish you're a little uh, bit higher. I'm 47. Yeah. Yeah. What's so, Max getting just I schooling John? <laughs> She's always a few levels higher than me. Not always. Um, are, you, are you taking the good items or what? <laughs> for the most part, I always take the recipes before he gets. <laughs> and then when I have, like, when I come across a duplicate, I'm like, oh, Sean, here's a recipe yeah, for you. Like, oh, <laughs> you can have it. Yeah. You can have the scraps. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, is in terms of level, I've seen people upwards of 200, so I don't know if there is a max, and if there is, it might just be really high. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the whole world scales with you, so okay. um, at least thus far. I don't know if it keeps scaling. It must. Well, I think some areas are state. a bit higher level because yeah. we were like level 25, and we encountered like level 60 plus. That's true, yeah. Like and we were, were trying to difficult. complete like certain quests, and it's like, oh, just keep on dying, but we still mm-hmm. got to get this quest done okay. yeah and loot is like the way it's kind of set up is pretty much if you take out like a ghoul or something then you get loot but then your partner also they get like different loot in the body mm-hmm. but then if you just see stuff in the world that's usually the same for both people yeah. so it's like whoever takes that first okay yeah it's yeah, been a lot of fun been primarily playing i've tried to get back into minecraft a little bit yeah, it's apparently, very popular yeah, right it's now. It's a big thing right now, yeah. so trying to play that a little bit more, but Fallout's still more fun. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you saying like Minecraft kind of came back or it's still big? It's uh just in resurgence as in like popularity of a lot of the YouTubers and whatnot, a lot of streamers and people doing let's plays that that's uh, really like I think even PewDiePie and whatnot, they're playing and Mark Blar and all that. They're they're now getting back into it just because I think there was uh Alicia might actually know more about the the thing, not not Minecraft, but uh, the whole the way YouTube was going with the advertising and whatnot and demonetizing things like okay. certain games and like game advertising and whatnot. Um, yeah, well, it's also to do with like if it's violent content or whatever, oh, then yeah. it'll get demonetized. Yeah. So that's why people are going for more, I guess, family friendly type of video games like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why... Um, that battle royale game i'm blanking on the name fortnite uh fortnite that's yeah. why it's popular because it doesn't have blood in it it's mm-hmm. it kind of sticks within that very pg yeah pg type of yeah uh visuals yeah so i think because a lot of advertisers are pulling out of that a lot of these pg type games are getting uh a little bit more up there in yeah. terms of viewership okay. and hmm. and uh, usage and streaming channels but yeah it's, I guess that makes sense. So, it's so. come a long way, though. Like, I bought it when it was, like, still owned by Mojang or whatever his name is. But now, I get, like, Microsoft or whatever bought it out. When I bought it, it was, like, $10. Now it's $35. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> Demand, I guess. Hey, there's probably, guess, like, a so, ton yeah. more content for it. There too, is. Right? Like, yeah. Like, it was pretty ridiculous because I haven't touched it in a couple years. And going back in there, there's a lot more to it now. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous how much more. Like, I felt lost when I got back in the game. I'm like, I what am I doing? Like, and even now, it's like you go to build something. You get a whole recipe book. You can see what you can build before you had to, like, either figure it out or just look it up. But now it's just, there's a lot more to that game. Okay. 
And you've been playing it like a bunch lately? Not, or? not regularly. A lot more of the Fallout 76, but I just, I played it on, uh, on the weekend a little bit and trying to get back into it a little bit, yeah. but yeah, still having a lot more fun with Fallout 76. Right on. Yeah, games are always much more fun with other people, I find. Yeah. Like when we played like Destiny when that came out, like just more yeah. like current stuff, like Division. Yeah, much, Division much 2, yeah, that was and, quite fun. Yeah. There's some, yeah, I saw that there's an update for that. I don't know what okay. what the update is. Free but, update? Yeah, yeah, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> Not another one of these day one DLCs yeah, or other bullshit. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, we've updated it, but it's going to cost you $60. It's like, uh, yeah, the day one DLC is always a bummer, eh? Yeah. The game just came out. I just bought it. And there's already content that I have to pay for. Like, just yeah. throw it in with the game, you know? I'm already, like, supporting you by buying the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, games are, like, much cheaper now in, like, comparison to what yeah. they used to be. Because, like, price really hasn't gone up, right? Like, they maybe, like, $10 or something. Yeah, because, like, 20, like, you sent that uh, picture of that that. Uh, magazine you had with like the old games and whatnot and you're still looking at 60 70 dollars yeah. that's like 1990 dollars right yeah and it's like they're still like i i thought like i don't didn't remember them being that much but it's like still 70 80 maybe 90 bucks some of the special editions 120 plus but really you think about that with inflation it's like that's it's actually not that cheap, bad man. yeah it's pretty good it's like i don't really have a problem with like microtransactions because you got like a ton of them nowadays like I don't have a problem when it's cosmetic, right? Yes, cosmetic. Oh, yeah. when it's when it's like to make you better and pay to win. Pay to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a poor pay to choice. I have a problem with it. I don't mind microtransactions, but loot boxes kind of yeah, bother that's me. Like gambling, the whole right? gambling. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like gambling. Like, and I it, think there's a whole deal especially with that, for right? the like for the target audience for most of these games it's kids exactly. some people who have like addictive personalities and you're mm-hmm. putting this mechanism in front of them that will get them hooked on this yeah and like as we said when we were kids that was a big part of our lives was gaming yeah. and it's yeah. like so you can only imagine now that with all this all, all the kids that are involved in this and it's just it's obviously targeted at them and mm-hmm. uh, we really had no self-control at that point so yeah no and I, I hear like how they're trying to not combat it but like make it okay by releasing like the odds for things now right okay to try and make it better that's just so kid, you know. but it's, it's still gambling <laughs> yeah. right like it's if i'm paying a company money for content i want that fucking content exactly. i don't want a fucking chance for it i yeah. i want i well, want uh, it good point they, they do that yeah. too where you yeah. just gotta like grind forever right it's like either grind forever or pay. or pay yeah five dollars for this that's, but that's usually the free-to-play games which yeah, where it's not true. as bad right because you're getting the game for free so hey but then stuff. you can go on things like counter-strike geo global offensive and then you get like a knife and you can sell it for like fifteen hundred dollars holy shit <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah there's like what it's like pretty much it's just a skin for a knife yeah. and it's like you get like uh mint field tested etc and it's like then you can like there's whole marketplaces for these items that you get as drops and it's like $3.50 for a key for one of these cases or something. There's many different ways you can get it. Like, of course, people trade for all those. But it's it's an entire, like, marketplace based on just these loot boxes for wow. the game. Holy. I couldn't imagine paying, like, that oh, much no. for, like, a cosmetic item in no. a video game. Like, where it's <laughs> essentially just code. $1,500? Like, yeah, like, come right? on. Uh, oh, well, on, on Fallout 76, some of the cosmetics in that game are, like, twenty dollars yeah it's wow. like that's buying it yeah direct from uh bethesda yeah okay. yeah yeah they have the atomic shop or whatever they don't have like a marketplace in that game or anything like no. it's just all right from them yeah. yeah yeah 
but still it's like $20 and like some of this, um, I guess some of these assets are from fallout four or the DLC for fallout four. So it's like, why am I paying the money for this? (laughs) If you've already had the model from a previous Mm -hmm. game, like that just is stingy to me for sure. And it pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) I like something that Ubisoft's done is like, uh, because I played all the Assassin's Creed rates and like Splinter Cells in there with Ubisoft. Ooh, Splinter so, Cell. Yeah, man, loved Splinter Cell mm-hmm. all the way, all the way back from the first one. Yeah, I, and I guess that's kind of I think maybe why I like Assassin's Creed right? because like uh, you can choose to do it completely stealthy mm-hmm. or yeah. just go and hack and slash and just you know shoot them up kind of thing, right? But uh, what Ubisoft has done is like uh, they have their own kind of like point system where like say you hundred percented the original Assassin's Creed. You would get like you know 150 or 200 oh, yeah. like Ubisoft points. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you could mechanic. use it on a Ubisoft marketplace to purchase content for any Ubisoft game. Yeah, right? yeah. That's the same exact same one on the PC too. You have access yeah. to that whole whole thing. Yeah, I saw you can even like use that to get like a certain percentage off buying a game yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Other than like I think new games, new right? releases, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, and even certain missions. Like uh, like some uh, like some of the newer Assassin's Creeds, it's like uh, I I just bought the game day one kind of thing, and uh, I'll just go to that marketplace and I'll unlock like a couple items. You know, they're not like necessarily stronger, just like aesthetics or different yeah. outfits kind of thing, or like uh, a couple bonus missions. So you just I buy them instantly, and then while I'm playing, I just encounter them along the way. Okay. So it's cool how Ubisoft has done it. And I, I think like don't they have it where if you complete some or you play like the previous games, they're also kind of like unlocked stuff, doesn't it? Uh, well, it's kind of like, I guess like, you know, Halo Waypoint. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, yeah, how like there's certain things like if you beat this game and this game and this game, you know, on hard or whatever, yeah. you know, you, yeah, you'll get some kind of perk. Okay. So it, it kind of just gives you more of an incentive to play all of their games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. have their own kind of currency thing where you don't necessarily need to buy it with money. You know, just it's just based off merit from your last uh, game history. Yeah. I guess in regards to that, Fallout 76 kind of utilizes something like that, too. When you do the the dailies or the weeklies or some of the achievements, you get uh, some of the uh, atomic points or whatever to use in the shop. So you can really just play for them. Um, But But it's a grind if you really want to get it all. Yeah. I remember back in the day when I used to play World of Warcraft, you would like grind to get like certain achievements to unlock certain items or titles or costumes or whatever just for bragging rights and yeah that's generally what it comes down to yeah Yeah. Yeah. i did that i did this yeah i did this useless task in this video game (laughs) exactly (laughs) but everyone else wants to do it too right yeah like i remember uh one one thing for world of warcraft it was to unlock the title like it was blood sale admiral yeah blood sale admiral yeah, i remember that one. and you had to ki- like pretty much decrease your reputation with uh booty bay and pretty much just run around killing all the npcs until like you were hated by them and then you unlocked the title so i <laughs> grinded like i would just hang around there kill all the npcs until i got hated and then i had to like grind my reputation back up so i wouldn't be immediately attacked <laughs> But you got the title. I got the title. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Some of the things you, you put so many hours into just for some kind of like, like you said before, like some kind of digital code. Yeah. You know, work all that. Like, I remember uh, I was playing uh, this game Beowulf, right? Because I told you guys before, I was like, a, I was like an achievement hunter. I wanted 100% every game. Yeah. 
So I beat this game Beowulf on hard, and it was um, the the achievement didn't unlock for me. Uh, it's complete the game on har Act One on hard, uh, Act Two on hard, and Act Three on hard, and then you those are those three acts of the game. For whatever reason, Act Two on hard didn't unlock. Oh. So I have one. How can I have three yeah. and not two? Right? <laughs> that is annoying. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit. So I restarted the game on hard. Played all the way through. When I beat Act Two, it didn't unlock again. Oh, that's like, so shitty. Oh god. So I deleted it off the hard drive. Right. <laughs> Loaded it back up. I figured <laughs> oh, maybe man. something glitched out. Loaded it back up. Played through again on hard. Beat Act Two. It didn't unlock. Oh. I got so mad. I even emailed Ubisoft about this because <laughs> that was another as a Ubisoft game. I emailed them about it, and I just got back some generic response. Oh. Uh, you know, Ubisoft. Uh, blah blah blah. So apologizes. Uh, Whatever, right? Didn't work out. So I, it still bothers, bothers me. <laughs> I've had that happen to a few games. It's what? like you, uh, like you get one, one part of the achievement, and then it skips over another. It's like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. um, for Dragon Age, uh, the first one, um, there's an achievement to unlock something by lockpicking it. I somehow missed the first one. But I got the second one where you unlocked, it was like either 10 or 20 chests. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't it unlock? It should, it should just pop up for you. Yeah. And it, it, it leaves you a little bitter, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, it's like if you feel like you should email them and they should just be able to just like press a button or something yeah. and it unlocks it for you, right? Like, That's yeah. what I was hoping would happen. And then now... They probably get so many random emails that they're just like, ignore, ignore, ignore. Yeah, yeah. or reply with the gen general yeah, paragraph. Gen generic, and then maybe they'll get annoyed, and then they won't get back to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and Shay co-opted this game. Uh, Hunt, it's called Hunted Demons Forge. And so we just grinded it out one night at his place. And there was a lot of collectibles in the game, like 100 throughout the, the campaign. So we're finally in the last stage, and we get the last collectible. So the achievement pops for Shay. Oh no! And I wait for it to pop for me. Nothing. Oh, nothing. that's heartbreaking. How, how long did you leave the game to wait for it to pop up? Oh, we were both sitting there, right? And Shay pops up his achievements: a thousand out of a thousand. Mine, like nine fifty out of a thousand. <laughs> what? Like, and we're not playing the game again, right? So you you just angrily throw the controller down. That's it. That's it. No more. Yeah, that piss off, eh? <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter, but at the time it does, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 It still matters. It still does, yeah. <laughs> Just wake up cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. Hunted! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I was still pissed off. It wasn't an achievement, but it was uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I get through the entire game, go to the last boss battle. It goes to the cutscene. After I defeat the last boss, cutscene, black screen. And I'm like, waiting waiting I, I like i left i sat there for easily half an hour i'm like okay what is happening like i just beat the game like i know alicia beat the game so i'm like i know it's over after this i'm waiting i just left my computer on for like two plus hours never never came back i oh. went to an earlier save tried to do it again same thing i never beat what? that game because it just it glitched out at the oh, end man. and i was never able to beat it oh. i was so disappointing that blows man yeah Oh, that reminds me of when we played multiplayer for that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, 
was so funny. It was, it was like the multiplayer was a little bit glitchy, and like, but Alicia and I played it together, and we we kind of knew the flow of some of the levels, and like knew what to do, yeah. and then. I guess, like, I didn't realize, like, I must have had my camera, like, I think it was webcam or microphone or something. I think a headset was plugged headset, in, but n- yeah. neither of us were wearing it. Yeah, we it. weren't wearing it. It was just sitting off of the side. And then, like, we were just shit-talking this other person that was with us, just, like, bashing them so hard. Because it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How do you not know what to, the, to do in this level? And it's just like, we just kept, and then all of a sudden, Broom! you just see them leave. <laughs> and then after that, we realized that our mic was on. Yeah. I see, like, later I look, I see the levels. I'm like, whoops, they heard everything. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man, I used to do, like, stupid thing just piss people off sometimes oh yeah like i remember being at shay's place playing uh call of duty i don't remember which one must have been four modern warfare there it was me uh and jimmy and it must have been just shay we, we were playing multiplayer and we were just we like as soon as the game would start it was like team deathmatch or something where might have been hardcore we just pull out like a rocket launcher and just shoot it at the ground so we kill our whole team. Right? Everybody, just like every time, just to piss people off, right? We're just assholes. Yeah. And uh, later on, we ended up finding just this one person on our own team, and we just kept following him and just singling him out, and just killing just him in the game. You know, like doesn't matter about the other players. I think they ended up moving into like the other team. And we just searched him out on the other team, too. Oh, oh, yeah. And then so the guy, like, sent us a message all pissed off, right? And he left, went to, like, another game. And be- because he sent us the message, we had, like, his profile. Oh, so you could you know, find him? Yeah, we could just join his game. <laughs> so we would join his game, and then he'd see us, and then Big Rocket or something. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't escape us. Oh, man. <laughs> that's just that's assholes. good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, like looking back, it's it's funny, and like hopefully the guy laughs looking back. But, yeah. <laughs> He's still <laughs> still bitter about it. Yeah, but you know, honestly, like uh, shit talking is one of the funnest things oh, yeah. on like just games. I just remember like playing Halo back in the day and just shit talking people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh. that was a big social game. Like I remember playing Halo Three for sure, and like you'd be in like a room with however like sixteen people or whatever, and you'd play custom game and you join randoms, play with randoms, and people were talking. It's not like nowadays where everybody just kind of is silent or they're in their own party. Yeah, you know, true. Like you'd meet randoms, play customs. That was like the best gaming for me. I felt like playing like zombies and stuff on Halo. And true, yeah, you know, just meet up with randoms and and uh, everyone's banged your mom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone's ba- yeah, yeah. I seen this uh, funny meme online. It was like a pie chart. And it showed like uh, it was like ninety nine percent of it was red. The little sliver was blue, and it said uh, "people who thanked my mom." Yeah. All the red was like uh, people online. Yeah. <laughs> one the one percent the his blue dad. his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then teabagging, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody teabagged. Yeah. And I it remember was, it was good when you get like the body to kind of move with it. Yeah, because in Halo Two it didn't do that. Okay, it, I remember that was something they changed in Halo Three. It was like Halo Two, you teabag and the, the body on the ground would just stay there. <laughs> Halo Three, the body moved with you, yeah. so it it would follow you up and down. <laughs> yeah. Some one of the developers was like, "We have to add this feature." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember in Halo One, uh, the developers put their faces in some of the stages. Like Easter eggs? I didn't Just really like on play the walls Halo. or something? The walls, there's like post, little posters and random yeah. hallways with like their faces. Or uh, 
One of the developers is, I think his face was on the moon in Blood, <laughs> yeah. Blood Gulch. Like you had to like zoom in to see it or is it like apparent, pretty Use a pistol that you could snipe from across yeah. the map to zoom in. Yeah, yeah. yeah the pistol, the yeah. Magnum, it was, yeah. it was, it was like, the, gu- the gun. That was, was the, the ultimate yeah. gun. Yeah. As, as long as he got that headshot, it was yep. one hit kill. Yeah. Oh man, I remember that uh, grade eight, we had to do um, like a presentation in front of the class on any subject. I remember Mr. Barocas, uh, he said to me, he's like, so what are you going to talk about, Chris, uh, tomorrow? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm not a good public blah, 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 right? And he's like, well, what do you know? I'm like, well, I play a lot of video games. So he's like, talk about video games. So uh, my, my whole presentation was on Halo 1 <laughs> oh, wow. in front of the class. Nice. And I was talking. I'm all nervous. I was like, yeah, and uh, if you sneak up behind an elite and melee hit him, he'll die instantly. <laughs> Just giving all your tips. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, yeah, and if you charge up your plasma pistol and shoot their shield and you switch to the Magnum quick, you could headshot them no problem and kill them instantly. And I just, I was so nervous, eh? And I'm just talking about Halo tips. Eh? <laughs> but it, it, I did it, you know? Yeah. Made it through. Probably improved some people's Halo game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we did back in, like, grade 7 and 8 was oh, Halo. Yeah. yeah. Then we even into we high school. Into high school. Yeah. Jesse's, uh, remember Jesse's bashes at his uh, mom's there? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. Both of you guys were there. Yeah. Holy, that, like was, was that, Halo, that was Halo 2, right? Halo 2 yeah. and, then, and then Halo 3? I don't like, think Halo 3 was there. I think was it was just, just two. 2. Yeah, because I remember playing like, a lot of like lockout and yeah. stuff there, right? You're right, eh? And we'd then do, we'd do the four system link. We'd have 16 yeah. people going. I was the networking guy I had to keep making cables for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was when right. I stopped stealing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you always had, like, you made super long cables to yeah. run it through the house. 100-plus foot cables yeah. just so we can run it to different rooms. <laughs> but that was, like, I love that. You'd be, like, yelling from room to room at, like, because one team would be in each room, right, yeah. on the one TV. And then so one team would be yelling at the other team across the house and <laughs> be like, oh, you just got rocked. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> rocked. <laughs> oh, that was good times. Oh, man, that was, that was epic. so much fun. And, it, like, one of the rooms, like, you just get whatever TVs you can find, right? It's, like, one room you'd have, like, a tiny tv like under 20 inches probably with four players like split screen on that like, yeah <laughs> oh, oh that was epic and it was crazy that we had uh 16 people could play at once and right? people still had to wait yeah yeah, yeah. it was like yeah no 20 kidding. people in that house sometimes yeah man we did that every weekend for like it felt like two years straight eh? yeah it's legendary it's when i was yeah. driving up in my cavalier listening to punjabi mc yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, good times. <laughs> Julian was really good at Halo. I remember. Oh him. yeah, yeah. He was always into like finding the super jumps or whatever, right? Super jumps and like BXB, BXR, and yeah, he's always kind of the one to show the group it. He'd watch like montages and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't there like a uh, sniper sword trick? Oh you yeah. Zoom in on someone far away, instantly switch to the sword and lunge, and, and you would lunge. Yeah. Oh, lunge. yeah. All the way across familiar. the map. Yeah. Remember Julian uh, doing that all the time. Yeah, then you get like the grenade jumps and stuff to get to like like invisible ledges. And yeah, because they wouldn't damage you, right? Or was I, it, like it would a little enough, bit, but then your shield would recharge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> just gaming our whole lives, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I, yeah, I'm like over 30 now and it's still yeah. not all the time anymore, but still gaming. Yeah. Yeah, we've been playing that uh, Crash Nitro Racing Oh, really? Before bed the last, like, few weeks. Nice. It's a fun game. Just easy to jump into. Have some racing. It's, mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's pretty well done. 
Yeah, I remember it, it's um, pretty good. Yeah. back um, in the PlayStation One era, they had a they had a Crash Nitro type game. I think it's like yeah, the remastered of that or something. Oh, is it? That's out now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with the original when it came out. Did you did you play like the Crash Bandicoot and? Yeah, uh, I played Crash Bandicoot. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, those are fun games. Spire. Died a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, of course yeah. Because yeah. uh, if I remember right, weren't they designed like? Uh, you would the character would move for you, and you like had to just jump over things, no, and collect it, things no. on the way. You move the character. Yeah, there's there's just like parts of a level there where you'd have like a boulder chasing yeah. you, like Indiana Jones kind of, and then that's when would it? I don't. I think you still control the movement, right? Uh, you just wouldn't move forward. You would just move side to oh, side. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like those. What what kind of games are like that now? Where it's like a running runner game. There's like Super Mario, and then there's uh, some other ones where it essentially just runs for you, and you you uh, jump over things and yeah. dodge yeah. things. Yeah. They were challenging, man. Yeah, I remember because uh, it wasn't Spyro the Dragon kind of similar in yeah. that way. Yeah, oh, Spyro was good too. Was yeah, that a similar era. Yeah, good game. I only played a demo of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah those are both remastered now too. That one's out. Yeah. Spyro and Crash, like the original Ooh, games. Ooh, it's coming back. Yeah. For PC or is it just consoles? Uh, I'm not sure. I kind of think it's console because uh, like Shay and I, we share accounts and uh, Shay downloads a lot of games. So like I just see it pop up and I'm pretty sure I seen that it was like a trilogy. Spyro yeah. the Dragon trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how the Crash one. It's, I think I was all three. That's how I have the games because uh, yeah. Shay. Oh yeah, the game share. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That is nice that they added that, though, the mm-hmm. game oh, share. Yeah. yeah, because honestly, like, if you had the disc, I'd be able to borrow it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So well, it's, it's, it it's technically for, like, a same household. Yeah. Right? But, like, it works yeah. if it's with whoever. So. Oh, yeah. And now they have, like, the Game Pass for Xbox, and they had, like, some promo where however long you have live for, you can pay just a dollar, and you'd get, like, the Game Pass with your live for however long you had your live for. Normally, that's like a $10 a month kind of thing. Oh, man, really? And so, like, you can just max out however long you can have live, and you pay a dollar and you have Game Pass that whole time. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Wow, man. I've had my account since, like, 06. Yeah. I have the same profile. So, I, you're saying for 13 bucks? Well, like, for, like, like say, however long you, you've paid for, like, having oh. live, like, into oh, the future. Going forward? Oh. Yeah, going forward. So if you so pay, if you a, you year pay a dollar, yeah. So you pay a dollar and you have Game Pass for that whole year. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I think I had like a year or something. And so I paid a dollar and I just added Game Pass to my account for that long. Oh, nice. Which is like essentially like the Netflix of games, but for like Xbox. Oh, yeah. So there. pretty much everything's on there? Yeah. Well, not everything, but like all first party Microsoft games. Are right on. on. That's and cool. They're, they're there like day one. It's like Halo and Gears and that new uh, Outer Worlds and a few Ooh, other games. That one it's looks just, like it's going to be good. Yeah, it's just day one. It's on there for free. Well, not free, but for a price of Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hmm. a pretty I good deal. What's Outer Worlds about? Um, it's a new Obsidian game. Yeah, it's a new Obsidian game. <clears throat> it's a new Obsidian game. And basically, like from what I've seen so far, it reminds me of... Fallout New Vegas meets Firefly. Borderlands. Borderlands yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, wow. It's like a combination. Yeah. 
of a few different games, and it looks pretty interesting. Well, Fireflies technically, well, it's yeah, not it's a not game, a game. <laughs> but just like the atmosphere reminds me of the Firefly. space, space Firefly. western kind of thing in a yeah, way. Space Come western. Back, Firefly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah, that, that game looks pretty good. I'm yeah. excited for that. Uh, my only issue is that it's coming out on the Epic Store oh, and yeah, not yeah, as an exclusive yeah. for the first year. Yeah, so I'm yeah. gonna wait for the whole year. And then get it on Steam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Epic. <laughs> Fuck you, Epic. <laughs> no, I'll have it day one for free on Xbox. Oh. <laughs> well, it's also releasing on the Microsoft Store for PC, yeah. so I might just get oh, it for like there. Oh, for day one? Yeah, I guess day one. Because yeah, okay. they, yeah, they well, own Obsidian. Well, exclusive then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they're just, they don't want to release it on Steam yeah, day you should, one. You should oh, do that yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that, you can probably even just buy like the PC Game Pass for like, I mean, you'd probably want to own it, but if you want to like, oh, own it, own it on Steam. Is there a Game can... Pass for the, that works yeah. for the PC too? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I've just been too steamed up for far too many years that I haven't oh, yeah. paid yeah. as much attention. Well, it has a lot of good features on that platform. Yeah. 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 So I've worked over five hundred games on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Twelve plus too years of service. Now. Yeah. Now, now they have like the services where they try and like amalgamate all the different platforms into one yeah because there's just so many different ones yeah Every origin has that you own. play and now bethesda has their own launcher yeah. and it's like it's just adding more and more and more you got like blizzards and yeah blizzard yeah, yeah battle.net yeah it's ridiculous getting out of hand you've had steam for 12 years yeah well my account i think is 12 years old but i know i had an account before that wow yeah i've had well i've been pc for a long time. Like I said, started early on DOS, playing Load Runner and Prince of Persia. Ah, uh, nice. My nice. profile's only nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, I started That's up a Steam account. Pretty much shortly first after day we, we started. started dating, and it's like you have yeah. to have Steam. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what was it? The sec, like, second day that we were dating, you gave me a graphics card? <laughs> it's awesome. like it's not official till we're friends on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> That's love right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, I, needed, awesome. I was like, because like I said, always been PC, always had like, I I, I always had a pretty damn good uh, computer gr- like throughout the years because I've always focused on that. And then Alicia was like, she was lacking in her PC department. She's <laughs> gaming on PC, but I'm like, she needs a better GPU. And I like, I had to upgrade her system like pretty much immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On. And that's when you know it's true love. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Oh, old school PCs. I remember having a, it was a Pentium 3 and it was a, a dual slot Pentium 3. It was like two, it was like actual slot, like not these little tiny CPUs anymore. It was like these long like PCBs, pretty much like a whole card. And to have like a dual core, you had to have two of these bloody things, like slip them into the, oh, computers used to be like fucking so crazy like all the i remember even like motherboards where you had to put individual memory chips on i mean like you still have memory sticks but it used to be like individual like little ic's that you had to put on the board for your memory huh yeah now, now i feel it's kind of like just plug and play you know oh like yeah it's, it's just, so simple it's like now. it can only be plugged into one spot on the whole yeah. thing and there was also uh it was called rom read only memory and pretty much it had a sticker over it and pretty much when you wanted to erase it you'd expose the sticker to the light and it would erase it and then you close it back up and then it oh, would keep right. the memory wow that's neat. that was like for uh, i think bios and stuff like that 
but it was okay. yeah it's come a long way and like yeah. ide drives where you had to set master and slave and now it's just like pretty much say all the sata stuff you plug it in and it's like oh it knows what to do and don't have to worry about setting cd-rom and hard drive this and just formatting stuff and plugging it in pretty much yeah because aren't all the wiring harnesses designed where it's you can only plug it in one way kind yeah. of thing yeah. like yeah, yeah it's like l-shaped for a lot of like the serial ata power and data and they're like all specific sizes so it's like nowadays it's so easy to get into it's it's not scary anymore to build a computer because not that it was before but it was a lot more complex but nowadays per, i i think pretty much anybody can build themselves a computer just with a little bit of a little bit uh, of a hand walking through it and like even when uh, we did uh, Alicia's recent build it was just like I kind of was like okay I'll, I'll show you what to do and like kind of just be there behind you and let you know where to put things but you can take care of this and yeah and she built like short of like I custom uh, I did the RGB LEDs. yeah RGB LED strips and stuff like that so yeah. I wired all that up and whatnot because solder I wanted to solder up some custom ones because it's kind of pricey to buy them so I had like plenty of LED strips that I bought off eBay so I wired that up for her but other than that I'm like you can definitely do all the rest of this so nice and how'd you feel very lucky <laughs> I didn't have to do the work myself for that <laughs> and it looks fucking awesome right yeah. on yeah but you built the majority of the computers so yeah other than some of the cable management stuff because Sean's that's, a lot better with yeah that i've done that stuff. so much so it's just like it's once you get the hang of it just managing all the cables you can make it look really sleek there with uh pulling the cables through yeah. but yeah I, i'm pc all the way yeah <laughs> I have an Xbox. Yeah, I was going to say, you own an Xbox. Yeah, so it just it for sits a little there. Bit, yeah. It sits there. <laughs> like, played it for about a month, and then it hey. just is collecting dust now. It's OD green, so <laughs> it's, it's a good Xbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got that with Battlefield 1. That was a good game, though. But yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Didn't you, and it was, you played Destiny for a bit? Yeah, too, yeah, right? I think so. But then I ended up getting it on PC, and I'm like, I like this way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially shooters and stuff. I'm just so used to WASD yeah. and the mouse, and yeah. It's easier know. to be a lot more precise with yeah. a yeah. mouse. Well, like with controllers, you get like the aim assist, right? And that's supposed yeah. to like help you out. And like you don't have that on PC, but PC it's yeah much easier just to get to like that pinpoint spot and yeah. click, right? Yeah. High DPI yeah. all the way. Do you, do you play with like a high sensitivity on oh, your yeah. mouse? Depending on the game, yeah. Like yeah. my mouse goes up to I think eighty five hundred DPI or something like that, which is pretty pretty intense. Like actually, buddy Darren came over and he was just on the desktop and he's like, "What the hell is <laughs> really? going on?" I'm like, but you also have like an ultra wide too, right? Yeah, so it helps. Forty nine inch ultra wide and then crazy's mouse speed and yeah, so it's definitely a step up. So like, for you then, when you play, it's like very finesse. You don't have to move the mouse much. Yeah, like you barely move your wrist, and it's just like you're on the other side of the screen, pretty much. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Hmm. Do you do the same? I have it not not that high, but I have it higher. Because it like does depend on the game though. Yeah. Because some games, it's like you have to crank that down. Otherwise, you're just like looking like you turn like turn, pretty much tap your hand like a millimeter, and then it's like you're turned around. Yeah. Wow, that's intense. Yeah. And just like, just when you have like a mouse pad, right? Like you don't want to have to be like moving on your mouse pad to, to like look one way, right? Like you want to just be able to yeah. move it without going off the mouse pad and actually being able to see. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Like I remember before I knew any better, that's kind of what I ended up doing, you know? Like, mm -hmm. Same way, Alicia? You do the same? Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, I don't have nice. it as high as Sean's, though. <laughs> 
but I'm too high. <laughs> <laughs> Remember uh, playing Halo back in the day with Julian, and he always said his ma- sensitivity oh, yeah. to the max the, the sticks on the oh, controller. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I was like, how the hell do you yeah. snipe? I play like I grabbed the controller from him one time, like after he's done. And I'm like, oh, I have to turn this down. Like, <laughs> yeah, even you like with a controller, like there's some skill there, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I played on like four, though. OK. Yeah. I, I, the sensitivity wasn't that high. Yeah. I felt I was really good at Halo. Still really good with it, though. Like the controller seems to be your jam for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I think if I ever did PC, I'd uh, put, uh, put, put a, a controller put, in. Yeah. Controller. In. Well, yeah. that's a nice thing. Microsoft. Makes yeah. the PC, so it's just like, boop. Well, yeah, like the Xbox controllers, you can just Bluetooth it. Yeah. Like, that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. It has well, to be, like, like newer controllers, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. every time I go to Steven's house, right, I, I leave there Who's more... Steven? Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm doing my... I'm making an effort to not call Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, every time I go to his house, I, I leave a little more inspired to build, build like, a pretty sick computer just for VR capability. Oh, Yeah. That's the dream. <laughs> I was over at his house on Thursday, and uh, just that morning, they launched like a massive update for that game, No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. So I just went over there just uh, to transfer some memory over, because like, my computer crapped out, so I brought the hard drive to his place to put on uh, just an external. And he's like, oh, I just finished finished downloading this game, uh, update for No Man's Sky. Do you want to check it out? And part of it was VR capability. Ooh, so that'd like, be cool. Let's do it. Let's, let's plug in. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was intense. It was... <laughs> It's crazy because like when you look, the game's loading, uh, so you put the VR on, and you're in the middle of space, and you're just it's just all black around you, and you just see stars if you're in the distance. But even when you look down, like beyond your feet is is still black space, <laughs> and it it's it's really trippy. It just feels like you're standing in the middle of space, looking at every single angle is a endless void. And so you're sitting there, your your heart's racing a little bit because it's so it feels so real, eh? Like being in the VR. Oh yeah. And it was pretty neat because we, we like crash land on this planet. And it's like it's got like a Mars terrain, and you just kind of got to figure it out and get your ship working. You know, get your suit patched up, and then uh, get back on your ship and get back into space. But uh, man, it's intense. Like that VR is pretty sick. You actually still have like yet to use one. Same oh, yeah. here. Yeah, I yeah, really want to try to, it. And then I totally believe that it's like super convincing. You should stuff, almost. But... I'd almost suggest not doing it because yeah. then you're going to be wanting that shit so bad oh yeah, yeah. No, i already kind of do but it's just like yeah i know you guys want to so i'm like okay oh, well I, you guys get it i think i played it like move in over two <laughs> three years ago and i'm just like i still think about it all the time i have a bloody we have a room right now where i i ran network cables through and in the wall i labeled the one network cable vr because i'm like <laughs> i know it's gonna happen right. and especially now with uh valve index the next gen of the yeah, yeah. Headset? The, yeah, that headset and the controllers. The yeah, controllers yeah. where you can uh, manipulate each of your fingers. And that Boneworks game, yeah. which is like, I swear, like, I don't know. I'm no, not, I, I, that's the rumor. Yeah, my, my hopes are high, but I'm thinking that's going to be something to do with Half-Life 3. Yeah. Like oh. VR, because it's like Half-Life 3, we've been waiting for so bloody long. <laughs> and it's like, I see Boneworks, I see the crowbar, I see right. like pretty much the face hugger type. It was robots, but I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, this has to be Half-Life 3. Please, please, please. Or at least in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah, but I I really want Half Life Three, and if it comes out, fuck you, Valve. I'm gonna be buying it. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they're hoping to yeah. be Half Life Three VR. So oh, you have to get the and whole. And then all of a sudden, the fucking they're out of stock everywhere, yeah. and it's like no. So then you'd be f- fully utilizing that cable that you labeled there right away. <laughs> yep. eh? Yeah. 
a gigabit ready. <laughs> I'd also like to play uh, either Skyrim or Fallout in oh, VR. Yeah. I think oh, that'd yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, gunplay. Like uh, I played a few, like that Brook Brookview or Brookhaven. It was just like a zombie one where you stand in one place and then you just like on your like you hear the left and right channel. It's headphones, so it's like kind of the surround sound. And it's like oh shit, zombie off to my left. And you got to turn around and pop them, and it's just like it's so cool because it's like you can manipulate the gun. You see the front and rear sights, and it's just like. It was so cool the way it worked out. And it was like, that was like an earlier game of it. But it's just like, oh, I can't wait. I almost kind of just want to wait until you guys get it. Like, I don't even want to go to like one of those arcades <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And it's fine. Just get like the full experience. Yeah, I see them it. like at the mall too. Yeah, like right. at Polo Park or something. It's just like walking through and you just see like stalls now. It's like entire stores taken up just by a VR setup. Yeah, I don't even want to touch it. I'm waiting for you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want and to do it right. Then we'll never leave. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to bunk up in your place. Yeah. <laughs> rent a room from you. Well, uh, Steve was saying that you can, uh, there's these new sensors you put in. I know. I'm going to keep doing it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the new sensors you put up, uh, you can set up a 20 square meter base. Oh, really? Because so yeah, before I think it was like 5 meters or something like oh, that. Wow, 20? That's pretty big. huge. Yeah. That's huge, man. Like, I don't got a room big enough for that. <laughs> yeah, because you, you can literally put it in like a warehouse at that point. Yeah. yeah. You know, section off a big chunk of a warehouse. You got a huge, huge spot, mm-hmm. man. You could do this stuff. And and, and the technology is only going to get better, right? Yeah. Like it will be in like a football-sized field like where you can have this thing set up at some point. You can run forever and not hit a wall kind of thing. Yeah, that's where the wireless will come in because now yeah. it's the the next gen stuff with the index. Like previously, it was kind of that whole like cable mash that you had behind you, like three or four cables. Now with the index, I think it's a single cable, but they also have the uh, wireless add-on. It's like three hundred bucks or something, but now you just clip it on the back of the headset, and then they have those. Uh, the headphones built into the next uh, revision, oh, yeah. the near field one. So they don't actually, because typically headphones, it's like you put either put them in your ear or they sit on your ears or something so that you can get fatigue from that. But these are like near field ones. So they just project, project the sound at your ears and it's supposed to be like much better for ear fatigue. And yeah, it just, it looks pretty amazing. I'm trying to sell everyone on there. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. Now. Also, Steve, uh, Steve has the wireless. Uh, oh, he's got the wireless setup. one. Nice. And then he also bought uh uh, hip sensor and ankle sensor. Oh, really? So nice. it fully tracks where you are. Oh, that's cool. Because you know that. Did you play that game where you walk off that timber? Like no, but I heard oh, about like the that plank one, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you're you start off in like a busy New York street, and uh, you turn around. There's an elevator door. You get in. You get off at like hundred stories up, it. <laughs> and all that is when the door opens is just a plank you're supposed to walk <laughs> out onto, and your heart's just racing. <laughs> like oh my god. And you can hear like the wind moving, helicopters are flying by, birds are flying by, and it just feels so real. Like you're literally standing on the edge of a building. But because uh, when I first played it, when Steve brought it over, if you look over the edge, um, it thinks that you're stepping over the edge because it's just relative to your, uh, your oh, head sensor. Okay. But when you have the ankle and feet on, you can actually put your full body over the edge and oh, it knows your feet are still there. Nice. That's a good So it changes up then. how you play the game. That's yeah. Cool. So uh, it gets pretty intense, man. And... Uh, uh, there's also like rave parties that you can like uh, like digital raves yeah. that you can go on to and there's like an actual DJ he's mm-hmm. at his house like playing songs and everything from his house and you can just join this big room and just listen to like you be music. like your avatar or whatever yeah like when you'd see people and meet other people there's other people there and uh, you can interact with them and it's all like really like trippy kind of like LSD looking images you can go walk up to somebody and like 
share candy with them. And uh, <laughs> so you share candy, and all of a sudden, between the two of you, all of these like trippy colors start flowing out, like rainbow colors, <laughs> and moving around the two of you. Uh, it's pretty neat, and it, it just looks and feels so real. And especially when you take the VR off your head, mm-hmm. like you, it it's it takes time to adjust back to like uh, reality. Your, Put yeah, me back reality. in! Put me back in! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it back! <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you're not supposed to be in there for too long, hey? Oh yeah. You, you shouldn't be playing VR for too Just long. Is there like a warning? Like. No, but uh, like you know, like sickness? when you load up games and they'd say like, "Oh, you get like, or if you're photosensitive or whatever, you get these seizures and stuff." I wonder if they'd have like a warning where it's like, "Yeah, don't play the game for so long, or else you won't want to leave." <laughs> yeah. Could it also be because of motion sickness? Oh yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd I'd some people may get like I, I. I usually get like motion sickness, but then I did the roller coaster one. You pretty much just like strap in and sit on a roller coaster, and it just like flips you around and stuff. But I didn't like it. wasn't bad at all. Like, it was kind of like you felt a little bit like, whoa, whoa, like a little bit of the heart, like and stomach drop and whatnot. Yeah. But it's like other than that, I didn't feel nauseous. And you, like I said, usually I do. So but I wouldn't well, I would imagine that some people would still get yeah. that. But I don't know. There's probably something just to do with your brain and like just having screens right by your eyes all the time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. probably not good for your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to get it, Sean? One day. Yeah. It's it's already it's already on the brain. Yeah. At least yeah. I just keep stoking that fire. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll convince them soon enough. <laughs> Instead of a, a ring, I'll get VR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will you marry me? I do. <laughs> we'll get married in VR. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Damn it, that means I gotta get VR to attend. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. People have destination weddings. You can have your, your Ooh, wedding you can have anywhere. You can get in the moon, another planet, eh? That's yeah. kind of awesome. In no man's sky? Yeah. <laughs> I did hear that, like just like Fallout 76, how that was pretty uh, lackluster release, and there was a lot of issues. No Man's Sky was a very similar yeah, situation. Yeah. But I heard that as well. It now was it's like, updated significantly. I think it was a lot of, like... Um, like the marketing for No Man's Sky, they were like, oh, okay. oh you can do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then first day, people were like, we can't do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And people were in a uproar about this shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the, I think the the creators of No Man's Sky, they like pretty much like hid from the community f- until like the first update was ready. Because <laughs> <laughs> like there was just so much backlash. Yeah. It's hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, Steve was telling me all about that, uh, that it's been like three years since the game released, right? Yeah. And he said that that that, uh, that update that just was launched on Thursday uh, gave everything uh, that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. years later. Three years later, <laughs> uh, plus the VR. Yeah. Yeah. Though so that's one thing that kind of sucks about games nowadays. They they hype up all these features, but they're, they get released at a later time. So. Yeah, it's like they release incomplete. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or day one DLC. Yeah, because that's true. Like when you used to buy a game, it was complete. You'd rarely well, run into bugs. Pre-order content yeah. also pisses me off because we're living in a day of like digital downloads. Yeah. Why am I paying extra to get pre-order content? Definitely. Like it should just be available to me regardless of when I buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, I like like when you get like the cartridge games and stuff where like before having online capabilities. I remember you, you'd get like 
broken games and stuff but like the that would be, time, yeah. become part of the game though you know because yeah. you could never like update it or anything so it'd just be like a part of the game mm-hmm. like before uh digital downloads i remember pre-ordering wind waker and it came with um orcarina of time for the for the gamecube so that like that's awesome like mm-hmm. that's a pre-order i can get behind but something where it's like you you only have like limited time to get this extra quest or whatever by pre-ordering this game that's a digital download well that was like metal gear solid 5 you bought that one for me i did and it was like pre-order it you got xxx whatever you get all this stuff and then it's like i was like him and han i'm like i don't know i'm like it's like always him and han about like full price games and then it's just like i'm buying it for you so she buys it for me the first day it's released and it's like i get none of the stuff yeah i'm like i mean it was still a great game all in all but it's like you feel a little disappointment at that that point because it's like really i buy it like pretty much an hour after it's released and now i don't get all the extra shit it's bullshit yeah, yeah. that sucks hmm. or like how uh like eb games would have exclusive content and then best buy would have something yeah. oh yeah so all these different stores has something different if you pre-order it with them yeah i was always kind of an eb kind of guy myself yeah i remember going there yeah. all the time electronics boutique yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But now, if you go to EBA, it's like um, it's, it's GameStop now, right? Isn't it? Or I still, I guess it is. is it still EB Games here? Might be a GameStop. They actually. have a lot more merchandise than games. Yeah, I found. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like those pop figures or whatever. Yeah. The yeah. Funko Pop or yeah, it's I like have a, a few of those. Yeah. All these different themed uh, monopolies <laughs> and bobbleheads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I actually got a theme, Fallout right? hat from there. Oh yeah, yeah. Good luck finding a PC game there. Yeah. Only place I see those is like Valley Village. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's the same ones Steam. I saw like a month or two. Ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and even then time. they're charging eighty dollars for them. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, with Sims Two, oh, that game's so amazing. I tried. I was like trying to get it for Megan. Yeah, she's like that's the only game she'll like video game she'll play. And so I was trying to get it, and I'm like, man, how can I do it? I was trying to get like the crack version and stuff. I'm like, I don't really want that. And I was trying to get it on Origin. And so I ended up just emailing them, asking them, like, is there any way I can get this game, like, legally? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, do you own it? Like, if you send me, like, a co- like a, a proof that you have the game and like stuff, a like a CD, CD or yeah. something, yeah. They're like, yeah, we'll give it to you. I was like, okay. Like, I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Megan's sister supposedly had, like, one of the discs. I don't know which one. But I was, like, telling her to get it. She couldn't get it or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to take a picture off the internet and send it to them. Yeah. And I did. And they're like, oh, here you go. And <laughs> yeah. like, all the Sims 2 stuff. I like, don't get why cool. they removed yeah. it. Nice. I know, right? Like, because there's no way to, like, legally get it. Like, you can't buy it. Nothing. Huh. The only way to get it is, like, a physical copy off of Amazon or yeah. whatever. But you, you can, like, just email them, send them a random internet pic- yeah. Google picture, and they'll the give it to you. I did the same thing with uh, the first Diablo. Because oh, yeah. I... I 100% I had the original disc and I don't know what happened to it so I'm just like sending them I just wanted a key because I wanted to add it to my library and they're like yeah just send us a disc uh, a picture of the disc so I just scroll through Google yeah. images because I, I didn't want to find the, <laughs> the first the one because yeah. I'm like you're probably going to go on there so I scroll down a few pages I'm like that one looks like it's on my desk and then I take that picture <laughs> they're like here you go I'm like yes right on <laughs> kind of hard to play older games now on yeah, pc yeah. yeah like even as we were saying goldeneye who oh yeah tried to go back and play that, that hasn't aged well at all no. <laughs> yeah. though for pc they have a uh there's a platform there's a platform good old games 
uh, which is oh yeah, GOG, uh, yeah, oh, GOG, GOG yeah. Uh, which is run by CG Project Red, yeah. and they actually will fix games to run on Windows 10. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think they just released a, a platform that combines yeah all like the Steam and UPlay and everything, even like Xbox, just all onto like one platform. Which is, you know, you just need, you need another platform for that. But like, <laughs> yeah. But it, platform to combine your platforms. Exactly, yeah. right? It's like the Power it's Rangers. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, GOG is definitely a good way to to get into those older games without having to fuss about with, like, oh, the game's not working. I have to do X, Y, Z to, to get mm-hmm. it to work these ones just work right off the bat yeah they seem like a pretty good company like don't they do like the drm free stuff too, they do right? as well yeah. yeah i've actually been kind of thinking about uh, getting some of the older games that i really like off of that platform just yeah. so i don't have any issues and yeah. they even include like um like bug fixes made by the community oh, wow. which is pretty cool um vampire the masquerade they they bundle it with a huge bug fixing patch made by the community which is awesome yeah, i like when companies are really good like that like there's a lot of companies that won't allow like community modding and stuff right but then there's some that just like do whatever you want go yeah. ahead you know like that's because that adds a whole lot to games and yeah, yeah stuff that like the company will neglect but the community will just take over and do it yeah this the sims community is pretty good for that and also okay. a lot of the bethesda games as well yeah. um elder scrolls like there's so many mods for each of those games yeah and they still won't even like fallout 76 like still dealing with ultra wide issues it's like oh, i have right. to do i and i fixes and shit like that like go in the code and change the resolution because it's like come on like i've had ifinity for over 10 years now like i've had ultra wide for so long and it's like you still have to go in and fix like yeah, do an if, I if and you I left touch. that to the community it'd be done just oh like yeah that right yeah, yeah. The community has, yeah, no problem fixing that. But then they don't want to, like, add it in. And it's like... Yeah, like, officially. Yeah. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's really nice having the modding community out there because they definitely take care of uh, a lot of the, the areas where the companies lack. Well, even for, like, the Skyrim Special Edition, it still contained all the bugs from the original release, which is ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. like, there's... A mod or there's a mod that fixes all your bugs you could just bundle it with the special edition or something and then you know nobody runs into the problems that they did in 2011 but no why do you think they do that what's the reason um well one of i guess one of the reasons was so that you could um update mods from the legendary edition to the special edition so they, the mods could be like cross compatible or not cross compatible, but they could be easily upgraded to the new newer version. Hmm. Yeah. I think that was the main reason that they didn't want to add. Yeah. That they didn't want to change the, the game as like too much. Wouldn't it be like kind of a weird thing where, uh, they'd like Bethesda or whatever would be selling the game, but they'd be kind of making money off of the community in a way. Like they'd be, um, well, I guess that's kind of that like kind of what the creation situation? club is because it's okay. mod authors from the community who are making content officially for Bethesda. Oh, it is officially. Yeah. Okay. okay. Which I don't like, I don't mind that because at least the mod authors are getting a bit of Credit money. money yeah. yeah. And for the most part, a lot of the content that comes out through the creation club 
has been enjoyable. Some of it's but kind of like, eh, I can take it or leave it. Like five, $5 for like a little skin or something like that. Yeah, I usually just wait till the skins are free and then <laughs> I download them. Though um, there's been a few things that I bought like uh, there's like house, like I guess player homes and also additional items for the crafting and the and the house building in that game. Yeah. Interesting content. Where do you go to download these like uh like say like say Kyle, like you sat here and like made a made a mod for the game? Where would you put it and where would you go to find it? Uh the main place I go to is Nexus Mods. They have mods for so many PC games. It's ridiculous. They're just like a big repository. Yeah, and they they keep adding games like every other week. Or yeah, games every other week and people are adding like mods for specific games pretty much on a daily basis. Like the Skyrim community is pretty, pretty good about that. Like you can see like at minimum, like five to 10 new mods each day. Though sometimes it's like a lot more than that. Yeah. Isn't like, like Skyrim and like the Elder Scrolls games, those are like huge for modding. Right? Oh, like it's, yeah. That's probably like the biggest community. Like yeah. They have that, like what's that Sky Oblivion or yeah, something Sky- that's coming up? Yeah. 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 Or it's in, uh, it's being worked on. They've they've made some good progress, but they definitely have a lot a lot of development work to do. Is that all done like solely by the community? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sweet. So there's like a description of each mod. You just read through. This is what this mod will do, and you can choose to download it or not. Yeah. And some of them you have to pay. Um. Well, the ones on the Creation Club, which is Bethesda, I guess like Bethesda's like platform for for paid content though they Bethesda also has a free modding platform as well hmm. but the the creation club is more like vetted by Bethesda like they will do the quality control to make sure that that it works and there's no bugs and whatnot oh I see okay. yeah, yeah. Pro- platforms like okay. Nexus mods the free ones you can find things like schlongs of Skyrim yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can find some very questionable things on there I remember as a kid I went over to like a friend's house to play sims Hmm. Yeah, and they had like a mod like the that. new like, mod. Yeah, like, you know, in Sims they blur shit out, right? Yeah. Yeah, this one didn't, <laughs> and it was like total surprise. Like I went to this play it, and, yeah, everyone was naked. Hop in the shower, it's like what? Like I think even when they hop out of the shower, oh. it's just naked. Oh, just all the time. <laughs> It's a friend down the streets place. Just, just a zing. lot of creepy dudes. <laughs> creepy dudes making creepy mods. Yeah. <laughs> That's like probably a good portion of the modding community for any yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants nudes of something, right? Like every game. Or turn it into well, Star Wars. Like half, oh, yeah. half the time that I'm scrolling through, like trying to find mods on, uh, on Nexus mods for like Skyrim or Fallout, it's like big titted followers it's like i do not care about this like get the shit yeah, out of here like, like we have our computers side by side so sometimes i look over and it's just like big butts big tits it's like scrolling through nude mods it's like lingerie i'm like what is going on i guess it'd be like her glancing over at yours and it'd be like Pornhub. yeah yeah same thing yeah, yeah. well the hidden gems are are hidden within all the the big butts and the big tits really? yeah. yeah oh yeah that much like it happens frequently. Yeah. I guess that's the internet in general, though. Eh? Yeah. Anywhere you go, it's something you're going to find a lot yeah. of that. <laughs> I usually like looking for content that, like, kind of like Vanilla Plus. Like, it kind of 
builds off of what the original creators mm-hmm. have like have already produced, but it just like adds new features that feel like they integrate into the game naturally. Like enhanced textures and things yeah. like that and like better lighting and yeah. you can do a lot with that. Like some of the 4K textures and whatnot, you can make that game look beautiful. A lot of those games look beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. But for someone who's never really uh, gotten into modding, like they would just never know about that, right? They would just be, yeah. you buy the game yeah, and this you play it the way the uh, company created it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like on... On console, they they do have modding for certain games now, but I'm pretty sure it's like super super limited still, though, isn't it? Um, Xbox is a lot better than PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 is very restricted. Um, You can't add any sort of new textures or audio files or scripts, whereas with Xbox, you can add all those things. It's just mainly uh, hard drive space is the issue for Xbox. Mm -hmm. You can't add the big big mods. Makes sense, yeah. Like, uh, there's Beyond Skyrim Bruma, which, um, you can, it's part of a, it's part of a bigger mod, but they just released the small content, like the small area of content that they've already completed. Um, it's, the idea is that it's, uh, Cyrodiil in the timeline that Skyrim is taking place. Okay. Yeah. Cyrodiil's from Oblivion, isn't yes. it right? Yes, Cyrodiil's from Oblivion. So, like, it's the aftermath of what's happened in Oblivion um, in, yeah, in this modded content. It's it's pretty cool. And I was playing free. it a bit. Yeah, it's free. That's crazy. And so then, it's like an expansion pack. In essentially, way, right? yeah. It's, it's like, free. it's free DLC, essentially. And yeah. another great one for Skyrim, because I mod Skyrim so much, um, <laughs> is Legacy of the Dragonborn. Uh, you get... You get a museum where you pr- collect all the like the artifacts of the game and you put them on display. And it also has like mini quests, quest lines throughout. One of them is like uh, there's a hot like a there's a ghost in the museum and like weird things are happening. Like, yeah, like scary things are happening within the museum and you have to try to solve like this this murder that happened a long time ago to make all these hauntings stop. That's cool. Yeah. And it also adds a, a few other quest lines as well, but it's really fun. That's cool. That's like almost like a bit like a Sherlock, uh, Sherlock Holmes kind of deal. Yeah. And this is all created by, uh, just random fans. Yeah. That's a pretty incredible, eh? Yeah. Pretty neat. So someone took a lot of time to create this and just offer it to everybody for free. Yeah. And for a lot of these projects, like it's more than just one person. Like, especially for voice acting, like, you don't want to just have, like, one person do all the voice acting for it. Like, you get quite a lot of people contributing in that way. And also for, like, creating new custom models and textures. It's really cool. Yeah, I find that incredible because that's something I've never done any research into. It just blows me away how someone could just take a game that's created by a company and just do all this, your own stuff to it and put it out there. Well, actually, there's another, um, there's another mod, well... It's more like a a game built with Skyrim's engine. It's called Enderal. They it's not it's not within like the Elder Scrolls universe at all. They pretty much are just using the Skyrim engine to build out this game. It's really cool. Hmm. I think I, it's available for or I think it's available on Steam, but you have to own the legendary edition of Skyrim in order to download it. 
Yeah, and there's even like the original Sims. Like they're still making mods for those, aren't they? I don't. I don't think Not they're original, much. but okay. Sims Two at least. Sims Two still popular for yeah. the modding community. Oh yeah. yeah. Sims Three. I don't know so much about Sims Four because I mm. haven't personally played for that like myself but it just breathes a lot of life into the games and just expands it and mm -hmm. it's it's nice to see when companies uh, get on board with the modding community because it really it helps sell additional copies of their games and then it's kind of sad to see sometimes when they're like no nope, we won't support you and no we don't want modding we're gonna block all this and that and it's like grand theft auto does not like modding yeah yeah which like for single player i don't see the issue because mm -hmm. it's it's like it's a sandbox game yeah. i'm just adding additional content to that sandbox what's the problem yeah it makes sense for like multiplayer because then you can start adding like crazy weapons and like yeah i understand for multiplayer stuff, but yeah single player why not yeah exactly you think it's because they've dumped like hundreds of millions of dollars into the game and they're like oh now just someone's gonna come along and just add a bunch of stuff and like no we put all this time and effort <laughs> it and like, could be you know into this and stuff mm -hmm. It could be, but still, like, I don't see the issue for single player. Yeah. Like, hmm. I'm playing this game by myself. I should be able to tinker around with things. And, like, people still, like, even though it's frowned upon by the company, people will still mod the game. They don't. Yeah. Even for uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, they were saying, um, I guess, the Frostbite engine was like hard to mod, but the modding community is like, we're going to fucking mod this game. <laughs> and they built the tools so you can mod the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, blows me away. Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys think of uh, how they're moving to like the cloud gaming now, like the streaming? Uh, I mean, if you have a nice, like if you have fast it, right? uh, internet connection, sure. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that's not a feasible option. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's like that's that Google Stadia coming out, right? Yeah. yeah, Microsoft's like on top of all that too. Like yeah, I've just been a huge proponent of having physical yeah, copies, having the the data on my local network at least, or on my like I have a separate server with uh, movies and music and shows and all that, and I've just always liked having that there because it's like anytime, like I always have the internet, but it's <laughs> like just imagining it's like what if the internet goes down it's like then i still have access to all my content and i can use that and just like alicia said just even fast internet i mean really we're in the day and age where we should be able to have gigabit internet yeah. everywhere and we should be able to have it for a reasonable price but we're paying like 50 100 plus dollars for like what's 50 megabit 75 megabit yeah. and it's like we definitely can have faster right now i pay like it, what is it 70 bucks for 150 or 80 bucks for yeah. 150 like it's still a good speed but yeah. it's like really it should be far cheaper than that for what like, it is uh megan's parents out in what is it i guess winnipeg beach mm -hmm. they pay like what i pay for the 150 yeah but they get like 15 oh yeah like that's yeah because it's like crazy. one of those blue sky or like one of those like satellite tower yeah well, there's like depending on where you are some are the satellite tower some of those like cell tower it's like yeah. With the infrastructures yeah, that there. Yeah, poor there. infrastructure. And so, yeah, I think if the in infrastructure is built up a bit more, like I might be leaning a bit more towards that. But it's still, it's like hard drive space is so cheap at this yeah, point. Exactly. Like I just bought a two terabyte hard drive for like $100. And it's like, you can't tell me that you can't buy a hard drive to be able to put your games on there. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, like I said, I have 
over 500 games on Steam. Every single one of those games is installed. That's probably taking up like <laughs> three plus terabytes on my drives, but it's like well, I'm just like it's it would be cheaper. Oh, not cheaper, but like less data as well if you actually have the if, like if game you have download them, yeah. rather than just always streaming it. And yeah, the bandwidth. Would yeah, it'd be, be less. It, initially, it'd be yeah. uh, a big burst of like a lot of games now, 50 gigs or whatever. Um, so it's an initial big burst of downloading those files. But once you have them, it's only a little bit of limited communication if you need to communicate with their servers. Because a lot of games now, it's like even if it's a single player game, yeah. you need to be able to connect to the server to justify that. It's like, oh, this the, game is check legitimate. Check the license. Yeah. yeah. Check in every time you open up the game. I guess one other issue I have with streaming is if for whatever reason this game is removed from that platform, you can no longer access it. Yeah. But that's like also like, like what Sean is saying, you have to check that license too, right? So like, mm -hmm. it's it, that's really only completely safe if it's DRM free, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, even if you own the game, you have the physical copy. Like it's uh, it's a poor example because uh, it was a free game, but there was this epic quest for Mighty Loot, and like it was a pretty fun game. It's pretty much just like you create your own little dungeon, and then uh, you're like a dungeon master. So then you set up your dungeon, and you have other people run through it, and then uh, you can also run through other people's dungeons, okay. and then all. All of a sudden one day it's like I, I i got it and then i i sign in and it's like oh we're closing down the servers and then it's like i made the sweet dungeon and i was like oh, i was like finally getting like getting people so that they couldn't make it through and then all of a sudden it's like nope shut down i'm like oh <laughs> and i can't even like i can't even make my own server or anything and really because like back in uh, the old days when i played online games like ultima online like i had my own server i would run sphere server and create my own server i was a gm and i would do shit like that and it's like even world of warcraft like you can host your own server i mean they don't really condone that but uh there's a lot of games like that that still live on just because it's like you can create your own server and unfortunately that game you can't yeah it's too bad yeah that's a lot of times the community is able to take over. Like I know there's like Absolutely. a bunch of games out there where the community will make their own server. Yeah. But it kind of sucks when you're not able to. Like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah Cause it, like in that case I didn't pay for the game. So it's not a huge deal. But if I were to have paid for that game, it's like, come on, like I can't even play this anymore. Yeah. I know there are, there, I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but there definitely are games out there that it's like, no, it's like, you just can't play it anymore. That's where GOG comes in. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Shout out. Shout out GOG. <laughs> Hashtag GOG. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure we can talk for days about gaming. Oh, yeah. There's definitely. There's so many different things we can talk about. <laughs> Probably even have more episodes about it. Yeah. I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. Gaming is life. Yeah, exactly. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. <laughs> <laughs> I say we should end it there. Sounds good. We had a great conversation about the old school gaming, the yes. new school gaming. Yeah. Our favorite games. Yeah. You know, growing up. But we didn't talk about our recent favorite games, but maybe oh, we can no. save that for an, another episode. I think so. Again, yeah. yeah. We can yeah, save that. There's always more achievements to unlock, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're back. This is episode 10, right? Ooh. Double digits? Yeah. We hit 10. Holy cow. Ooh, we need that air horn. <laughs> Hit a perfect 10, eh? Yeah. Right on. So uh, follow us on, what do we got? Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. Uh, 
subscribe on Anchor or whatever your favorite podcast yeah. platform is. Find us out there. And if yeah, anybody wants there. to mod this, they can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah by all means, you know, all the way up, mod it, right? Oh, and grinder, check mod till it crashes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mod till it crashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is our grinder account? You just have to find it. Okay. It's one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't advertise. Just okay. Find fair it. enough. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Alicia, for coming by. Yeah. It's really nice having you. Good having Thanks you. Thanks for here. having me. It's been a lot of fun. Right on. Come back. Oh, I will. Yes. <laughs> and definitely for more of these gaming conversations or any other conversation. Right on. Sweet. Right on. Well, we'll see you next time, guys. Peace. Take care. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>